Okay, my shit's fucking hung up. <laughs> Great start to the show, Dusty. Fuck! Okay. Alright. Um, let's try this. Let's try something different here. Great start to the show, Dusty. Alright, let's see if I can play it off this video. Here we go. Alright, so I wrote night to them and... Boom, here That's we go. We're going to put up some talking points. You know, more I think about it, anger makes me like a wee piece of that time. Piece of right show. Understand. I'm going to do my part. So listen, listen up. up. Don't you know it's time to be free? Won't you lend a hand? Won't you show the world your outrage? Won't you take a stand? I call them a racist cause they just can't face this Everyone seems so blind I call them a racist cause they just can't face this Every child's been left behind Every rights been stranded on All the rights will soon be gone Civil rights just don't belong Treated like some political pawn So don't forget that it is all fine Or you may end up on the blue line Why your job gets reassigned Some Malaysian kid is just pushing line I'm a man of many talents So they break it down on fair and balance I hold over the roof right off this joint Cause I'm busting out my talking points and then they lied about the WMDs And they drop bombs, go dancing moms And many more Iraqis And they creation as the nation's children went off to war Must I for a barrel of oil? A hundred billion cents a killer Meanwhile millions are still Left in jobless while they rob our lost civil rights as well We and improve them They went white and the blue These talking ones are true It's not too late. It's not too late. What the fuck is up, everybody? Welcome to the greatest show in the history of mankind. This is the Dusty Smith Show, episode 116. And we have a very special Saturday episode for you guys this week. Uh, I, I didn't make the show tomorrow. I flaked. I've been trying to be more consistent about doing the show, and I'm doing a terrible job of it. Had some shit I had to do yesterday, so we decided to... Fuck it, we'll do it live. We'll do a special Saturday episode, which you drag off the fucking screen, you goddamn son of a bitch. And everything's going off the rails, but it's cool. That's half the fun of the goddamn show. Got a great show for you guys, as always. I have not covered the Ukrainian war yet, but I have some thoughts. So much has fucking happened, so uh, we're going to cover the shit out of it. More quiet, song. More quiet, so Dusty can talk. So how the fuck's everybody doing tonight? Good to see you. Love the shit out of you guys. Appreciate you joining me on this very, very special Saturday show. So that the, uh, nobody super chatted me yet. That's all right. Let's see what the poor are saying. Uh, it's okay. Cool. OG Dusty Ferris, remember this? How Dusty would end his videos. Yep, this is the old, uh, Cult of Dusty theme song. It's my Gulf War, Iraq War, anti-war theme song that I wrote 20 years ago. Now I'm more relevant than ever. Thought I'd break that out, dust it off. Just for you motherfuckers. I haven't watched you for a while. I'm only getting better with age. Fuck yeah. It should be against the law to be better looking when you're 50 than it is when you're fucking 20. Not 50 yet. Be 47 next month. But, uh, getting there. Humble. Uh, like the video. Hell yeah, motherfuckers. Like the video. Don't make me cry. I will. And it'll be sad. You'll feel bad. So don't feel bad about yourself. Hit the like button. That's the poor saying. Uh, it's not too late. Yep. It's not too late, motherfuckers. You're right on time for the greatest show. And the whole fucking goddamn metaverse. Dusty is my dad. I might be. Who you mama? Ha <laughs> ha. Dusty, get around. Poor. Yep. Very nice song. Preach. Preach. 
old school. All right, folks, as usual, if you love what I do, and you should, support me on Patreon. It's the least you could do, God damn it. Dollar to a month, whatever you can afford, it all adds up. I know it's a pain in the ass to type in your credit card information. No one wants to do that, but uh, support the art you like or it disappears, I guess. I'm only making $1,663 a month doing the show, which is like less than minimum wage. So uh, pay me a living wage. Help me out. Please chip in. There's a link in the description of this video. Please follow the link in the description of the video. There's two patrons. But the one in the link of the description of the video is the one you should follow. And help. Help my brother out. HBO. And also, Super Chats. Like one of the shows, the Super Chats. No questions dodged. Every question answered. My microphone is way too high. Great way to support the show. Immortalize yourself forever and ever and ever. And the Super Chats. Hell fucking yeah. My shit's all going wrong. Go for your right. Fuck off. You fuck off. Cool. All right. Uh, Dinner Flores. Dusty, what's up? Now in Ukraine is just madness. Yep. It was literally unbelievable. Just a week ago, Putin is completely insane. Yes, we're going to cover that. This is the most stupid, crazy war ever. We are all in danger. Yep. We're going to talk about that. Uh, he seems to have fallen off the deep end. We're going to delve into why he has seemed to have a complete change of personality. People have noticed, as well as I have. We'll cover it. Hey, Dusty, thanks for the call back. What up? No problem. Bye, night. Thanks for doing a Saturday show. Hey, thanks for the $20. Very generous, Justin. And Henry, become a new Dust Buddy. Fuck yeah. The Dust Buddies get customized emojis to spam the chat with. So do it. Become a Dust Buddy. It's only $2.99 a month, and it's super cool. Says my mom, I'm just here for the singing. Fuck yeah. I will sing to you, Tony Winston. Note it. Unite Ukraine. P.S. My appeal, 12 years approved. What? They did? They approved you? Fuck yes. Celebrate. Had a day. Fuck yeah, Anel. I'm so happy for you. We need to uh, hang out and celebrate. Knew it was going to happen, but I know you're fucking on cloud nine. All right, we won't cover that too much because I want to hear about that, but I'll talk to you about it later. All right. Uh, folks, so much going on. Look at this goddamn show I have put together for you. Going to be a definitely supercharged show tonight. Probably some overtime. We'll see what the fuck happens. But as usual, going to start off with a little religious bullshit. Very small tonight, but fuck it. Going to sing anyway because you can't stop me. I got the song in my heart. I got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Where? That ain't my heart. So let's do it. Song goes a little something like this. Religious bullshit. Religious bullshit. Religious bully, bully, bully shit. It's time for religious bullshit. It is time for religious bullshit. Now it. And first off on religious bullshit, folks, I don't want you to get the wrong idea about hate preacher Jonathan Shelley. He does not advocate violence, okay? I'm tired of people saying he advocates violence, okay? Now, just because he thinks there should be laws enacted where all homosexuals are legally put to death, that's not violence, folks. It's not violence if it's legal. It's peaceful. Putting gay people to death. Hi, everybody. Hi, you fucking douchebag. Hi, everybody. This is Pastor Jonathan Shelley from Steadfast Baptist Church. And I wanted to update people on our building situation. We received recently an adverse ruling against our church Good. saying that we have violated our lease for yeah. what I preached, the sermons that we preached at this church, Hate. and that we have to leave our property. In Romans out. chapter number one, it makes it very clear that men with men are worthy of death. And so our church has always believed that, it's always preached that, it's always taught that. But apparently, that is in complete violation of 
Texas commercial leases. You know, this is a really sad day for America. You know, some people would say, well, you're not being persecuted for preaching the gospel, but yes, I am. And let me tell you something. One of the most evil, wicked things on this planet is men with men, that grotesque and disgusting abomination hot, that actually. is being shared throughout our country, which is obviously leading to all rampant kinds of pedophilia and child molestation. Now, you're thinking of the church. And someone needs to stand up to this evil and to this wicked. I am standing up to it. Well, let me make it clear. This litigation against us is very detrimental to not just me, but anybody. Anybody could potentially lose their lease, lose their money, lose their building for just having an unpopular opinion. They say that we're violent. They say that we're advocating violence towards people. I've never advocated violence towards any singular person. Now, of course, some of my sermon preaching taken out of context may sound like that or somebody maybe wants to twist that context, but I've only ever advocated for the legal sanctioned death penalty for homosexuals. <laughs> That's right, folks. He's not violent. He's only advocated for legally murdering gays. So peace, peace. It's so peaceful how we murder you for who you fuck. Super cool. Way to show the love of Christ. No wonder, no wonder. There was just a poll that came out that for the first time ever, the majority of Americans are no longer 100% sure there's a God. Now, still, they most of them think there probably is, but no longer 100% sure. So, thank you for your service, douchebag. Much appreciated. And Vadim, soothsayer, predicting the future of Vadim, said, Has anyone talked to you about the very first victim of cancel culture? Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yeah, you just know eventually they're going to do that. And they did it. He called it canceling Jesus. Oh, no. Not Jesus. We live in a society that wants to cancel a lot of things. And for Christians, it feels like society wants to cancel Jesus. But that's nothing new. Cancel culture came for him in the form of the cross 2,000 years ago. Um, First off, didn't God set that whole thing up? Like, wasn't it all part of God's infinitely wise, all-knowing, all-loving plan to murder his own son for our sins. In fact, according to Christianity, it's the only thing he could possibly do. It's the best way to show his love because everybody knows when you want to show somebody how much you love them, you have your son brutally tortured, murdered. It's really the only way. It doesn't make sense. So yeah, uh, God invented cancel culture. Doesn't that make cancel culture good? According to your own logic? <laughs> what do you mean logic? In this series, we're talking about why Satan wanted to cancel Jesus? That was God did it. What are you talking about? 100% God did that, dude. Even Jesus looked up and said, God, what the fuck? Why are you forsaking me? This sucks. It was God that did it. He didn't say, hey, Satan, quit nailing me at the cross. He said, God, God, you did this. And he did. And the secret truth you need to know that will change your life. <laughs> no, thanks. Fuck off. And one more, folks. Last one on religious bullshit. And... Yikes! Cult like Ohio Church is secret hotbed of incestuous abuse. Minister's niece said, Oh goody, not gross at all. An Ohio woman who escaped her family's home after years of what she described as horrific religiously <coughs> My voice just cracked, my balls dropped. I'm 14 now. Religiously motivated abuse has filed a lawsuit accusing her mother, father, uncle, brothers, and a local cop 
of not only uh, causing the abuse, but allowing it to continue, then covering it up once authorities became suspicious. In the 22-page civil suit filed February 21st in Cincinnati Federal Court, Sarah Beller says her parents mandated that all of their 18, 18, holy God, biological children and one adopted child attend their Uncle Stubb Outreach Church in Waverly, Ohio. This cult-like church is owned, operated, and ministered by Defendant James Beller, the brother of Defendant Robert Beller. The suit states Defendant James Beller preaches that siblings are meant to procreate with one another. Whoa. I mean, I guess technically that is a biblical teaching. I mean, uh, like there was Adam and Eve, right? And then there was Cain and Abel, and that was it. That was it. Who the fuck did Cain and Abel have sex with? Their mom, and then they had sisters. Who the fuck did they have sex with? Their sisters. They was all banging each other. According to the Bible, we came from a whole line of incest, and that explains a lot if you just look at my face. Mm, Mississippi incest. James Beller's ministry is here according to the call of God to serve you in Jesus' name, his website tells visitors. If you have a need that I am able to help you with, gross, just ask. This homepage will provide you with useful tools like incest and information to help any along in that spiritual walk. Who will turn from the world of sin? Yep. You mean like incest? Until God, the Father, in the name of the only begotten Son, Jesus Christ. In her lawsuit, Beller, now 18, says two of her older brothers, Josiah and Jonathan, regularly sexually assaulted her beginning at the age of five. Oof. This went on until Beller was 12. With the knowledge and protection of parents Robert 54 and Deborah 49. Where you at, Q? Yet again, uh, one more example of Christian pedophilia. Have seen no evidence that Hillary Clinton's fucking kids, but uh, you religious fuckos are doing it, so might want to get on that cue if you actually care about this issue, which we know you don't at all, you lying fucks. And that's my religious bullshit. Sorry, that's gross, but I had to cover it. And all right, let's see. Uh, one more super chats real quick. Pop Night Dusty, I think televangelists are using gays, but really mean blacks, Jews, and women, and trans folks. The trans panic is out of control in this country. It's a new playbook from the conservatives. We're also going to cover that in a minute. Michael Stamil, I work at home and don't go to out much. <laughs> you and me both, brother. I neglect to get in the COVID vaccine out of apathy. Oh, fuck, dude. Uh, that's a bad idea. Then I watched your meeting the seconds. Holy shit, got back. Oh, good. Got back real quick. Thanks for getting me to do the smart thing. Hey, no problem. My best friend, Stephen, fucked around. My best friend! I guess he don't watch my show, because why would he? But, uh, he didn't get vaccinated. He got COVID, man. And he was like, I can't believe I fucked around and found out. And now you're going to have, like, increased chance of heart disease and all kinds of shit. Damn, dude. Should have listened to you, bro. Love and respect, bro. You can't scourge. Hell yeah. Man, what a hero Zelensky has become now. I think all this shit has backfired on Putin very greatly. All right. Anything else? There should be a live, uh, a lie yeller job. You go on Tucker Carlson, Bill Maher, a show with Jordan Peterson, and yell BS every time they lie. Or just something completely wrong. Yeah, they're not going to let me on their show ever, ever, ever. The only type of people on the left they ever invite on their show are spineless cowards who would never call them out for anything. Who are just so giddy at the opportunity to make tons of fucking money off people like Joe uh, Rogan. You know, like uh, Kyle Kalinske. Piece of shit like that. Fuck you, Kyle. Goddamn weasel. Uh, All right. Time to do the Ukrainian covers. I have not covered this at all, folks, yet. I didn't even make a... I was going to make a... 
a graphic for it. My high price graphics. I didn't. I didn't do it. But anyway, shit popping off, yo. But uh, before we start covering this Ukrainian war, we have to go in to the history of how their president became president. So I know some of you probably know about this, but some of you probably don't. And this shit is crazy. You want more proof that we're living in some kind of dark comedy, some kind of simulation? Well, here it is, folks. Okay, so uh, you guys might not know this, but Ukrainian's president, Zelensky, is uh, Vladimir Zelensky, is actually an actor, a comedic actor, who starred in a show called Servant of the Nation, where he plays kind of a, a bumbling high school teacher. And one of his students films him going on a rant about how corrupt the government is. And uh, the video goes viral. And then unexpectedly, he just happens to become president of the United States in the show he's on. Mind you, this is a fucking television show. So the show where he pretends to be the president becomes so fucking popular that they actually elected this motherfucker president. Like, this is the craziest goddamn timeline. So let me show you this. It's actually a pretty high-budget show. Uh, and here he is, this actor, who is now the president, playing a, a high school teacher. And this is the viral video that his film student, his student filmed and then uploaded to the internet. He ran in Russian. So dude's a fucking actor. Crazy as shit. So the next thing you know, art imitates real life, and he's the fucking president, y'all. And I would think this is the craziest fucking shit ever. And then I remembered, oh yeah, we elected a reality uh, TV show host as president. So uh, yeah, just like Trump. And this guy actually ran a really interesting campaign. I've actually thought about what the future of politics is going to be like. And this guy basically ran a futuristic campaign. He's doing everything through social media, through YouTube videos, and getting his message out that way and not going through mainstream media sources. And it's working like gangbusters. And this is how I envision all future politics to be like. So nuts, folks. So then um, there has been some... Uh, Discord, I guess you would say, and uh, parts of the Ukraine, the Donbass region. So basically what has happened is after Ukraine split from Russia and whatnot, first off, I just want to say I'm not an expert on any of this shit. I have been cramming. <laughs> I've been cramming, trying to learn as much about this as I possibly can. But it's possible because I'm a complete fucking moron, I'm going to get a lot of this wrong. So take everything I'm saying with a grain of salt, but I'm doing the best I can to cover this in the best way possible. So from what I gather... There were a small section of people who did not like the fact that Ukraine separated itself from Russia. And so they started basically, I guess, a separatist movement that wanted to separate from the Ukraine. And so what Russia did was they backed this very small amount of people and they basically uh, beefed them up. A lot of these people who are the separatist group, I guess you could call them terrorists or whatever, but like... One man's terrorist is another man's freedom fighter, so it's really hard to say what is what. You know, it depends on your opinion about all this shit. But anyway, uh, there's only like 4,000 of them. There's not very many of them at all. 
And a lot of them are like Russian troops. They're Russian soldiers that Russia sent in there. And supposedly these separatist group are taking their direction directly from the Russian military. The Russia is in there trying to stir shit up, trying to uh, overthrow the Ukrainian, the Ukrainian government. And uh, the Donbass region is the main, I guess, region this is happening in. Um, and to muddy the waters a little bit more, apparently there was this neo-Nazi militia in the Ukraine. And what they should have done, what this president should have done, uh, Zelensky, he should have just uh, said, well, fuck this neo-Nazis. We're going to uh, call them out. We're going to ostracize them, have nothing to do with them. But I guess they were so worried about not having enough troops to fight the Russians that basically they had the kind of uh, mentality that the enemy of my enemy is my friend. And so they didn't want to turn around, turn away soldiers who are willing to fight for the home country of Ukraine. So what they did was they absorbed these neo-Nazis into the regular military. And so now there's a certain branch of uh, a certain unit of the Ukrainian military that's about 10 to 20 percent neo-Nazis. And so this muddies the fucking waters. So this gave Russia, who wants to overthrow the Ukrainian government, has tried to do coup after coup after coup, I guess fodder to say, hey, we're just trying to go in and uh, beat Nazis, destroy the Nazis, because the Nazis are actually attacking these hero freedom fighters in Donbass. But no, it's actually the Russians who are also fucking Nazi as shit. And just using that as an excuse, they don't care at all about Nazis in any way. They're just, you know, using this as propaganda. So that's what's basically going on. So then Putin, in my opinion, kind of goes insane. People have noticed. He gives this really disjointed, emotional, irrational interview where he starts ranting and raving about uh, the Ukraine and how it never should have separated from Russia and how he's going to go in and uh, basically free these certain separatist sections of the country that he claims the Nazis are trying to destroy. But all this is just an excuse, right? It's an excuse. Long didn't read Russia is bad. I mean, that's simplistic. Um, but anyway, it gives this really rambling, crazy speech. Once again, I appeal to Ukrainian soldiers. Do not allow neo-Nazis and banderites to use your children, your wives, and the elderly as a human shield. Yeah, we're going to kill all you. That's basically what he's saying. And obviously, the military is not going to back down or surrender to you, Putin. What the fuck's your problem? So uh, people have wondered, why is Putin doing this? Like... Putin's always been a bad guy. He's always been evil as fuck, but mostly he's been kind of rational. He's always done things in his own self-interest, and this seems like out of character for him because attacking Ukraine in this way is not rational whatsoever. The entire world is against him. His own country, I don't know if the majority of them, but so many of his countries against him now. The economy of his country, the stock market in Russia, had already collapsed like 40% overnight. It's bad. The whole fucking thing's bad for him. No idea why he's doing this. But um, I'm wondering, like, some people have speculated. Possibly he's having health issues and he's, like, dying, perhaps. Or he's having some kind of, uh, he has Alzheimer's or something, some kind of mental issues. And uh, so he's lashing out angrily and he's trying to find some target for his anger. And it's also possible that he is, in my opinion, jealous of Zelensky because uh, Zelensky is like a 5'7 dude about the same height as Putin 
But he did this show where he became super famous for calling out uh, the oligarchy, the elite, and making fun of them. And Putin, you know, was right up there with some of the same people that he was making fun of. So I'm wondering if a lot of it is due to jealousy. Who knows? These people are petty as a motherfucking shit. So anyway, long story short, Putin decides to invade the Ukraine. And uh, it's horrible, folks. He's over there killing innocent people, committing war crimes. And some of this stuff you probably already heard, but I'm going to play it for you again in case you haven't heard it. Uh, this has been seen 3.8 million times. So there is a, a C, I guess, that is like uh, supposed to be a, a shield for attackers, like the first line of defense in the Ukraine. It's called uh, Snake Island. And so Russian warships went in there and told them to surrender. And this is their response. This is a Russian warship. I'll repeat. I suggest you surrender your weapons and capitulate. Otherwise, I will open fire. To which the people on Snake Island Port uh, reply. They're talking to each other. Uh, this is it. Should I tell him to go fuck himself? He's whispering just in case. And then he turns up the volume and says, Russian warship, go fuck yourself. And so, uh, yeah, they killed them all. They killed everybody on the island. It's like 13 soldiers. So, you know, sad. I don't know if they thought they were going to be killed. If they thought the Russians were actually going to go through with it or not. But, I mean, they're braver than I am, folks. I would have just surrendered my my uh my cowardly ass i would fight if i thought i had a chance but if i thought i was gonna get wiped out hell no i'd be fucking surrendering but i'm I'm like i said i'm a chicken shit i wouldn't do that and man then shit started popping off yo here's an extremely hard combat near the uh capital of kiev how the fuck you pronounce that and wow man it's nuts out there Bombs are going off. Look how much firepower, how much energy they're putting into that region. Just crazy, yo. And of course, like I said, they're committing war crimes. Folks, what I'm about to show you is very hard to watch. But we need to watch this. We don't need to turn away from this. Oh, actually, this is okay. This is uh, the, the real video. You can hear children screaming and crying. I'm kind of glad you can't hear that because it's sort of traumatizing. But uh, here they are bombing civilian targets. Here the plane comes in. And, yeah, just bombing houses, stuff that bombed uh, apartment buildings. War crimes. Regardless of what Putin says, they're attacking the citizens there. And once again, folks, this shit's hard to watch. I'm sorry. Warning, if you can't stand to see like dead bodies and stuff, turn away. I'm not going to show you everything that I have. But I'm going to show you some of it because we need to see what the fuck's going on. So this is a woman who was, uh, I guess, out shopping or trying to get home. And the Russians killed her mom. Not only did they kill her mom, folks, but they're killing each other. They're so inept that they're actually killing each other. 
these young, stupid, poorly trained children that they have over there. So basically she's talking about how they were trying to make it back to home. And there's her mom, and here's a Russian soldier. Russian soldier was screaming at his own people, Stop shooting! These are not bad guys. Stop shooting. They murdered their own soldier and her mom. Just horrible, horrible shit. War crimes, folks. And it's kind of an amazing time we're living in. Because now everybody, even in like other countries, and I know like Ukraine is actually a pretty uh, more modern than a lot of people think it is. Um, but they have cell phones everywhere and they all have internet now. So we have so much footage of these attacks in real time, which is different than past wars. But uh, man, I got to say, these Ukrainian people, they are brave as fuck. So this guy pulls up on uh, these, this Russian tank who apparently got lost and ran out of gas. I guess they don't have very good infrastructure in place. They didn't, have, they didn't have logistics down very well. This is all just, I guess they wanted to do a blitzkrieg and figured it'd be over in a day. They would just fold. And it didn't happen like that. And so now they're like literally being left on the side of the road. So this fucking ballsy hero drives up to these Russian soldiers. And this is what he said. Let me turn this down a little bit so I can translate what he's saying for you guys. Are you guys broken down? And they said, out of fuel. And he says, can I tell you back to Russia? <laughs> Do you know where you're going? No. To Kiev. Damn it, fuck off. Well, while everything is on our side, yours are in prisoner surrender well. Because the boys also do not know where they are going. And I asked the whole column people like you, no one knows where they are and where they are going. So basically he telling them, yeah, you guys are losing. Fuck off. I will tell you back to Russia. And man, like I said, if another country invaded America and I come across them, I ain't talking bullshit to them. And the next lady, I know you guys have probably seen this one already, but one of those most badass women with the most cold-blooded statement I've ever heard. So she walking up directly to these Russian soldiers, and she's trying to hand them sunflowers, which is the official flower of Ukraine. And she's telling them, hey, motherfucker, put these sunflowers in your pocket, because at least when we murder you, and you're dead, and you're buried on Ukrainian soil, at least sunflowers will grow from your dead bodies. Hardcore. She just let them have it. And the guy's like, just go home. Nothing you could get up with this. And she's like, you go home, motherfucker. Here, take these seeds. Take these seeds. Because the Iranian people, they're not fucking around, y'all. They're serious about defending their homeland. It's not like it was in Afghanistan where the government collapsed immediately and just gave up. Hell no. They got foreign invaders in their land and they ain't fucking having it. Here's a great example. Kira Rudik. 
I learned to use, uh, I guess, this gun to prepare to bear arms. It sounds surreal. As just a few days ago, it would never come to my mind. Our women will protect our soul the same way as our men. And this looks like similar pictures that like uh, patriots in America, the Al-Qaeda would put up. But here's the difference, folks. They aren't fetishizing weapons. They're actually being invaded by another country. And they are trying to defend themselves, which doesn't make this like uh, a prop, which is how American patriots use their guns. It's like an extension of their personalities. No, this is real shit. This is we're going to defend our homeland. You might be able to invade us. You might be able to take over for a little while, but you can't fucking occupy us. We'll bleed you to goddamn death. And it's exactly what they're doing there in the Ukraine. Here's an example, folks. Molotov cocktails are an incredibly effective weapon in urban warfare. And here they are in the Ukraine, just regular citizens making thousands upon thousands of Molotov cocktails. Molotov cocktails. And having no fear putting them to use. And they are effective as fuck, folks. Yeah. There are, are videos all over the place. There was another one I wanted to show you. Let's see where the fuck was it. Somebody posted it to me. Um, nope, it's on our notifications. Let me check it out. I thought I posted this, but um, oh, here we go. They are far above me, the shadow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh shit, oh shit. I'm being cooked alive inside this oven now. Yeah, you fuck, dude. You're all fucked. Poor life decisions. You've made a horrible error. How are you gonna fight this? You're not. You're gonna get baked alive. And for what? For what? Because Putin has little man syndrome and he's so fucking insecure. You gotta give your life for this motherfucker, really? Get roasted. And it it's sad because a lot of these are just kids, folks, who didn't even know what they were doing, who thought they were just doing drills and shit. But this is what's happening to you. There's so much footage of this. Now, I'm sure Russians are having their share of success. I'm not going to show you this one, folks. Um, so I'm going to stop this one but because uh, this is too horrible for me to even show you. But on the side of the road, there are dead bodies of Russian soldiers. And they're like, they're like, they're destroyed with fire. They're just charred meat. And they're sitting there like this. You think they would like be dead and laying flat? But they're, they were roasted in place with their arms are just outstretched like this and their faces contorted in agonizing pain as they were burned to death. These young boys just lying on the fucking side of the road, dead for no fucking reason. And like I said, show us, you guys really want to see that? 
Anybody want to really see it? I'll show you if you want to see it. Russia has a mandatory one-year service. Yeah, like 30% of the military is conscripted, I read. The rest of them are paid. No, okay, don't want to see it. But uh, do not. All right, this is uh, what's so sad about it, folks. Here's a young Russian soldier crying as the local residents of Sumi tell him that he's not welcome in their country. They thought they would be greeted as liberators. That's what they were told. Some of them were told that they were just going for drills and shit. But they're starting to realize the reality of the situation. And he's just having his ass handed to him about what a terrorist he is, what a piece of shit he is. And it's not like it is in the old days, folks. Even in Russia, all these kids on the internet, they've been very westernized now in a lot of ways. You know, they watch TikTok just like we do. They watch a lot of American television just like we do. They watch all the same shows, listen to rap music. They're not used to this kind of bullshit. And they've captured so many of these Russian soldiers, folks. And they're trying to figure out what to do with them, I guess. They're trying to figure out what the best way to use them is. And uh, so what they're doing is they're having them call their moms and their dads. And they're saying, look, you tell your parents you're fucked. There are only two solutions here. You need to tell your parents, your mom, your dad, to call every fucking person they know and have every person they know call everybody they know and have all of those people call the government, call anybody in power and tell them to pull us out immediately. Immediately. Because if you don't, they're going to kill me. So get on the fucking phone and do whatever you can to save my life. Please, mom and dad. So they have him call. They got a cell phone in his face. They got him calling his dad. I'm in captivity, dad. Where? In captivity. What? Seriously? Yeah, seriously. Yes. Are you completely nuts? Uh, apparently. Yeah, I'm in the Russian military. We need to come up with something. We need to do something. Yeah. Do you think we wanted a ransom? You wait. I'll get the phone to your mother. I don't pass the phone to your mother, dad. You talk to me. Do something about it. help me, dad. I'll be killed. And his dad's like, you stupid. What the fuck are you doing over there? Yes, mom. What? She says, I'm in captivity, mom. In captivity in Ukraine. But how did you end up there? Like, these parents don't even know their kids have been sent off to war. This guy's not a kid, but didn't even know their sons and daughters have been sent off to war. I guess sons, they don't have probably too many women in the Russian military. They told us to go, and we did, he says. No one knew anything, Mom. They just sprung it on them and told them to do it, and they followed orders. And what to do now? She's like, what the fuck you want me to do about it? Dipshit? The fuck did you go over there for? I don't know what to do. Help, we need to come up with something. What should I do? She says, I don't know, mom. I need help. Are you alone there? Uh, clearly he's not alone. He's captive. Who did you go with? Like she has no idea that this dude went and invaded another country. She's crazy. Everyone went, but you're the only one who got captured. Right. And he's like, I don't know. Where are you locked up? You're like, I don't fucking know. Somewhere in Ukraine. I don't know the surroundings. Bob, yeah, you invaded another country, motherfucker. That's what happens when you invade other countries. You don't know where the fuck you're at. What you doing over there? 
Where? I don't know. But who is there, Mom? What do you think? Ukrainians are here. They're pissed. I invaded the country. We committed war crimes. They got me. Help! And the Ukrainian guy's like, tell your mom. She need to call everybody. Get your ass to pull out immediately. Appeal to the commanders, he says. Mom, call them. And someone else, call everybody. But what commanders? Why did you? Yeah, the mom don't know what the fuck's going on. But the guy's desperate. And I guess that's a good use of these people. To have them call their fucking parents and say, you better do something. Here's another example. Like I said, this is so sad. Ukrainians feed scared Russian captives. Mom, dad, I didn't want to go to Ukraine. They said that we were going to bilateral exercises with the 25th Brigade. They were just going for exercises. They had no idea that they were invading another country. These young kids. Now thousands of them are dead. Many others captured. Terrified. And I understand, like, it's so sad that these kids are going to die, but, like, these people have to defend their homeland. If you go to their country and you start killing their women, children, and men indiscriminately, you have to die, motherfucker. Don't get involved in that shit. Even if you're lied to, you have to abandon it. You have to surrender. You have to flee. Just sad. And a lot of them are giving up. That's the good part. Footage appears to show evidence of Russian soldiers giving up the fight on day one. A lot of them don't want no fucking part of it. Now, someone just ran out of fucking gas because uh, Putin is a fucking idiot. Didn't have enough resources in place for this invasion. But a lot of them just abandoned their posts. They have the internet just like we do. They know the whole world fucking hates them and thinks they're criminals because they are and murderers. And they don't want to fucking die, a lot of these people, for Vladimir Putin's ego. And so they're bailing the fuck out. And thank you. That's what every goddamn one of you should be doing. If not, if you get fucking killed, that's on you, dudes. Don't stay there. And we got all kinds of crazy footage from the front line, folks. Shit, I never thought I'd see. Like, uh, here's a rocket hitting the ground and not exploding. Yeah, boom. I guess it was a dud. Man, those things hit hard. Just bust through the asphalt or whatever. Stick right in the goddamn ground. Crazy shit, yo. And uh, the good news is that I don't know if it's the majority, but a great deal of the Russian people do not want this. They're empathetic, good human beings, just like the rest of us are, right? They don't want to invade into the country for Putin's ego. They don't want to kill innocent people. They don't want anything to do with this. They know that the international community sees them as the bad guys, and they don't want to be like this. So a lot of them are protesting, even though it's very dangerous to stand up to Putin and protest. That's exactly what the fuck they're doing. This is a large group of protesters in St. Petersburg, Russia. Super fucking brave out there doing whatever they can to stop these war crimes, these wars of aggression. 
And you guys probably saw this one, but there are a lot of heroes. Every Russian celebrity, every, every single one of you motherfuckers should have to speak out about this. If you don't use your platform to speak out about this, we should just assume that you support it. Silence is complicity. It should be on the heads of every one of you for not using your platform to speak out against this. And here's hero Russian tennis player Andrei Rublev writing no war on the camera after his win in Dubai. Exactly the type of shit he should be doing. No war, please. Everybody should be doing this who's Russian. This is on you now. Sorry. But you got to fucking stand up now. If not, fuck you. And, uh, folks, if you're a psychopath, or you just really want an excuse to murder somebody, now's your opportunity. Like I said, they are not fucking around in Ukraine. The president is calling for anybody in the world who wants to help them fight and kill Russians to come over. They will feed you, they will house you, and they will give you weapons. And you can go out and kill as many of these motherfuckers as you want to. And I imagine there are going to be some people that take them up on this. Some people who are just fucking itching to murder somebody and get away with it. They're going to go over there and they're going to get them some scalps. Breaking a pizza shop owner in Kyiv, Kyiv is giving out free pizzas to any Ukrainian who shows up that they have a gun to fight the Russian invaders with. The sign made a joke. It's pretty funny. Not sure I get this one. Any pizza shop will give you free pizza if you show up with a gun. I mean, that's true. That's true. But you usually get in trouble if you do that anywhere else. But here, you have an opportunity to show up with a gun and get free pizza. So, yummy. Everybody loves pizza. And like I said, folks, uh, about these psychopaths who just kind of want to murder people. <laughs> this is the kind of guy I'm talking about here. This is an actual Ukrainian soldier. And he is giddy at the thought of murdering Russians. Look how excited he is at the thought, at the prospect of killing you folks. You might want to get out of there. He says, I'll record this in Russian to make it fucking clear. Well, guys, what's up? What? Is the Ukrainian night quiet? As the great Ukrainian winter Gago said? Is everything good with you kids? Do you like our Bayaktars? What do you think? What's flying above you right now? What do you think? What is rustling in the bushes? What thoughts do you have about that? What the fuck could it be? Dudes, you were fucked. You stop for now. We're fine. We're pulling up our reserves. We have aviation and we have tanks. We've got everything. Your ass is ours, fellows. How about this? Why do you fucking surrender while you still have that chance? Many of yours have already chosen that path. It's not that bad, really. It may be a mistake, but we treat prisoners of war fairly well. So you are stuck right now, and soon we'll start kicking your ass. And we'll start doing it right now. Therefore, use your last chance. Yeah, that guy, look at that guy nuts. That guy gonna kill y'all. Run, motherfuckers, run. And uh, I just want to say, like... This whole thing is going south for Putin so fucking fast. 
All he's done is managed to make Zelensky look like the hero that Putin pretends he is. While Putin is so focused on hyper-masculinity, on this image he puts out there of the manly man he is, he's actually making Zelensky look like everything he claims to be. There are so many memes making Zelensky a hero like this one. A boss, yeah, with the other people pulling behind him. A leader at the front. That's what Zelensky is. Crazy that this guy was a comedian, an actor, playing a fake president on a TV show, and now he in a war on the fucking front lines, leading. And so many of these memes have popped up. They got to be driving Putin crazy. I'm just going to leave this here. Yeah, this are the, uh, the differences. And fake-ass patriots and real patriots. Fake-ass patriots, doughy-ass Ted Cruz running for high ground when the lights get shut off, when he's supposed to stay and help Texans. A real leader on the ground in a fight. Can you imagine ever, ever, ever seeing Ted Cruz or Donald Trump or any of these motherfuckers on the front lines in a war? Hell no. These bunker bitches will be hiding every goddamn step of the way with their cowardly asses. Talking about how unmanly everybody else is, how weak everybody else is. And there are so many of these memes, like I said, going from a comedian on TV to starring to staring down Russian tanks, planes, choppers, and bombs, and you don't even blink is the most gangster shit I've ever seen in my life. The president of Ukraine, 100% gangster. This shit gonna piss Putin off like nobody's business. And uh, he got some pretty badass one-liners too. President of the Ukraine, Vladimir Zelensky, rejects asylum offers from Europe. I will stay in my country. And if I die, I die with my soldiers. The United States messaged him and said, hey, do you want asylum? Do you want us to get you out of there? And he was like, "Uh, no, I need bullets. I don't need a ride. That's some cool ass shit to say right there. This dude's got one liners. And as this one says, Putin will go down in history as a failed dictator. But in 2000 years, armies will quote President of Ukraine, Zelensky, for his leadership and bravery in hell. A guy who looked death in the eye and did not flinch. This is how you make a legacy. Just so hard to believe that this guy was an actor playing president and now doing it for real. But he's doing it and he's owning it, folks. But that did not stop this week from conservatives in America doing exactly what you would expect them to do. In these crazy times we live in. I cannot believe how insane this country has gotten. I mean, even for me, even watching how nuts conservatives have been for the last 40 years of my life. I never thought we'd get to this point where they're outright loving Russia and Vladimir Putin more than they love America. Cheering for our enemies more than they cheer for us. So here's Tucker Carlson on his show last week just for the invasion. Asking, hey, what's so bad about Vladimir Putin? Seems okay to me. He ain't never done shit to me, y'all. Number one cable news network in America putting out shit like this in wartime. It'd be worth asking yourself, since it is getting pretty serious, what is this really about? Why do I hate Putin so much? Has Putin ever called me a racist? Has he threatened to get me fired for disagreeing with him? Has he shipped every middle-class job in my town to Russia? Did he manufacture a worldwide pandemic that wrecked my business and kept me indoors for two years? Is he teaching my children to embrace racial discrimination? Is he making fentanyl? Is he trying to snuff out Christianity? Does he eat dogs? 
These are fair questions, and the answer to all of them is no. Vladimir Putin didn't do any of that. So it be worth yeah, asking. He not doing that to me. Hey, why does everybody hate Jeffrey Dahmer? Jeffrey Dahmer never ate me. Never ate anybody I knew. Hey, Jeffrey Dahmer, never called me a racist. Why people got a problem with him? Just goddamn it. What in the actual fuck? And it gets worse. Here's a former Trump right-hand man, Steve Bannon. Just giddily, giddily praising Putin in the war effort. Because their military is not woke, folks. It's all about the woke. And the reason that Putin ain't woke, he is anti-woke. The Russians, people still know which bathroom to use. They know how many how many genders are there in Russia? Two. Okay. That's all of a sudden. That's 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 not that's not. They don't have the flags. They don't have the pride flags outside on their on their. They don't have boys swimming in girls' uh, college swim meets. How backward! It's it's how, embarrassing. How, how savage! How medieval! How how medieval! This is why this whole thing's a scam. It's a total and complete scam. And here's the beauty of it. Yeah, they're all going out there denying that Russia's actually invading anybody. Russia's actually the good guys here, folks. Hey, at least they don't support trans rights. At least they aren't woke. Like I've told you time and time again, this is their entire playbook. Everything conservatives do is incredibly unpopular, except for their culture war, which is shamefully successful. We're going to show you in the Chudwatch section, their new playbook is to attack trans people and use this one issue to try to get elected and scare everybody into voting for them. It's horrible what the fuck's going on. Here's four days ago, conservative personality, Jermall Harrell, who were telling his listeners that this whole Russian thing, it's just a hoax, folks. Who are you going to believe? Me or your own eyes. Ladies and gentlemen, I think this whole Russia-Ukraine thing is just a hoax. I really do. I understand there's people moving, but I also understand that the American political scumbag that's in charge right now, these left, these left globalist losers, they orchestrate things very well. They make things happen. They force other people to do things and then blame it on them. They do exactly what they do here in this country. They point the finger at somebody else while they're the ones that are the culprits of doing the crime or any kind of evil act that they do. You have not fooled any of us. We know who you are. We know what you do. And President Trump put plans in place to make sure that justice is carried out on every single one of you. And guess what else? We're right beside him. Not behind him this time. No, 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 no. No. President Trump is only going to be here for so long, and then somebody's going to have to carry that torch. Guess who it's going to be? Hundreds of millions of law-abiding, patriotic Americans. Al-Qaeda. Whom you will Crazy never sales. do what Justin Trudeau is doing to his people. It will never happen here. Yeah, the bad guys, folks, are the left. The left are the bad. The Russia's the good guys. Hell, Trump loves Russia. Putin's a good guy. And while Trump is, uh, you know, murdering, murdering innocent people, babies, children, attacking civilians, invading a sovereign nation, all he's really doing is showing his Christian values. He's so Christian, y'all. Here's a GOP candidate, Lauren Winsk, carrying Putin's water for him. Here's what conservative Christianity has become. Here's the deal also. You know, Russia is uh, a 
Christian nationalist nation. They're actually Orthodox Christian. I'm mm. Russian Orthodox. So, you know, I actually support Putin's right to protect his people and always put his people first, but also protect their Christian values. I identify more with Russian, uh, with Putin's Christian values than I do with Joe Biden. Mm -hmm. Shocker. <laughs> Shocker, isn't it? Yeah. So Christian out there murdering everybody, showing the love of Christ. God damn it. They're so fucking evil. And of course, when Donald Trump was asked about it, what he thought about it, he called what Putin was doing savvy and genius. Because of fucking course he did. But at least Joe Biden had a correct response to this. At the same time, we have someone like Donald Trump who's come out and praised Putin's savvy and genius uh, just in advance of him attacking Ukraine and other Republicans have rallied uh, to Putin's side as well. What's your message to Trump and others in light of Putin's attacks? Well, I think uh, I put as much stock in Trump saying that Putin's a genius as I do when he called himself a stable genius. All snap. True. True. About the same level. But then Donald Trump went on Marlago and praised Putin. That's Putin invading countries, murdering innocent people. Here's the guy that might be the president of the United States again. That's how scary this is, folks. Watch him praise this invasion. I mean, Trump said Putin's smart. I mean, he's taken over a country for $2 worth of sanctions. I'd say that's pretty smart. He's, he's taking over a country that really a vast, vast location, a great piece of land with a lot of people and just walking right in. This would have never happened, ever in a million years would have never happened. And I know him very well. I know him probably almost as well as I know anybody in this room other than Doc Ronnie. Doc Ronnie knows me. Where's Doc Ronnie? Doc Ronnie. Putin's so smart. He's taking over land for like nothing. It's great. You can just go invade countries and take over land. I'll put him well. I know him better than anybody. Just crazy that this guy's going to be maybe president. What's the president? Like what happened? What happened? Here he is on Fox News blaming the United States for the fact that Russia invaded the Ukraine. It's always about him, folks. You know why Russia is invading the Ukraine? It's because the United States election was stolen from him. Dude is a fucking broken record. Same shit over and over again. Everything is about him. Probably ever. We were President energy Trump, independent, and he we're, blew it. We're just, we're just learning that uh, U.S. officials are looking at um, a potential amphibious landing now in Odessa, Ukraine. Again, a month ago or three weeks ago, all the so-called experts were saying that, you know, Putin was probably going to just be content with staying in those separatist regions. Uh, but I think given what's unfolded, sadly, with a lot of weakness in the United States, they just decided to go for it. I mean, it looks like they're going for it. And where does think, that leave NATO, the NATO alliance? I think you're exactly right. I think that's what happened. He was going to be satisfied with the peace. And now he sees the weakness and the incompetence and the stupidity of this administration. And as an American, I'm angry about it and I'm saddened by it. And it all happened because of a rigged election. This would have never happened. And that includes inflation. And that includes millions of people pouring in on a monthly basis, far more than 3 million people. And they're coming from 129 different countries. We have no idea what's happening. Yeah, blaming immigrants. Trying to dust up 
fear against immigrants, about brown people. Racism, that's what he's doing here, folks. It's not Putin's fault that he's invading another country and murdering people. It's the brownies from Mexico. That's who's really to blame. Be afraid. Don't be afraid of Putin. Be afraid of the Mexicans. And they're destroying our country. President Trump, we actually have just hold on. I'm so sorry to interrupt you, but we have uh, we're going to the Pentagon. Just so frustrating. Can you imagine if Trump becomes president again? He's just going to let Putin do whatever the fuck he wants to. Putin could could take over all of Europe if he wanted to. It'd be like if uh, America was best friends with Hitler and had his back. Why he just steamrolled the goddamn world. That's what kind of shit we're looking at, folks. And his current words are pretty much exactly on par with what he said in 2014 when Putin invaded Crimea. All right, last night. Crimea. Vladimir Putin. Well, he's done an amazing job of taking the mantle, and he's taken it away from the president. And you look at what he's doing, and so smart when you see the riots in a country because they're hurting the Russians. Okay, we'll go and take it over. And he's really going step by step by step, and you have to give him a lot of credit. Interestingly, on the Miss Universe pageant, we just left Moscow. He could not have been nicer. He was so nice and so everything. He was so nice to me. This goddamn insane killer, murderer of women and children and men and innocent people. So nice. Vladimir Putin, like, God damn it! how could this be real life? Conservatives, worship this man. Are you the bad guys? Yes, yes, you're fucking the bad guys. Just holy shit. Like, I'm not big on conspiracy theories, but I'm actually starting to think maybe they really do have something on Trump. Maybe Trump really is an agent for Russia. I'm having a hard time explaining this any other fucking way. And here's Greg Kelly, one of the main hosts for conservative news channel Newsmax. And as I told you guys time and time again, conservatives hate democracy. They covet what Russia has. Dictators. Greg Kelly said, it's a joke. On the left is Sergei Lavrov, Russian foreign minister. Been there for 20 years. Meanwhile, the people we call Secretary of State barely stay for a cup of coffee, padding their resume, then cashing in. The Russian runs circles around us. The system stinks. Yeah, their system of cronyism is way better. Where evil people can stay in power for 20 years without any checks or balances. Why don't we bring that to America? It's exactly what they want to happen. A Christian nationalism, a theocracy run by far-right dictators. They will overthrow our democracy in a heartbeat and install themselves as power if they get the chance. And I've talked about this before, folks, but uh, there is a subsection of people that claim that they're on the left, but they're clearly not. They're clearly disinfo agents who are working with the right. And like I said, I'm not a big conspiracy theorist. But I I think they might be being paid by Russia. I, I'm just going to say it. I don't have any evidence of this, but I am very open to the possibility that people like Jimmy Dore and Jackson Hinkle are literally working for Russia at this point. So here is a Jimmy Dore stand, supposedly left-winger, but all he does, like I've, I've showed you guys videos of him before, admitting that he votes for conservatives. All they do is shit on the left all day long and make it more likely 
that conservatives take and maintain power. Here's this guy went on his show and claimed that the Ukrainian invasion was a false flag. Russia didn't actually invade. It's all fake. Towards this was a false flag or this was some sort of a uh, Ukrainian military operation uh, in an effort to, you know, stoke fear. Um, We don't have the evidence, though, yet. But based on the very limited information we have, I'm leaning towards that exist and whatever towards this was a false flag or this was some sort of a uh ukrainian military operation uh in an effort to you know stoke fear um we don't have the evidence though yet but based on the very limited information we have i'm leaning towards that yeah i don't have any evidence folks but i believe it's false flag hey russia couldn't have done it putin can't be incredibly fucking evil so Ukrainian must, Ukraine must have invaded themselves. And <laughs> it just gets weirder, folks. This is what a fucking joke this guy is. Uh, when did I? Gonna claim he never said that. When did I ever say that? Uh, Here you go. We got the receipts, motherfucker. Uh, when did I ever say Russia would never invade Ukraine? And Russia's not going to invade Ukraine. We haven't been incorrect about anything we've said surrounding Russia and Ukraine this entire time. Um, We have not been incorrect. Uh, Russia does not want to invade Ukraine. Russia is not going to invade Ukraine. I never said that that's not going to happen. This Ukraine says they're not going to invade. Russia says they're not going to invade. It's the State Department conspiracy theory. Uh, we never said that there was never going to be an invasion. And anyone who says that is just, again, lying. Germany and France have spoken out against these lies that Russia is going to invade Ukraine. Um, but what I'm saying is, I never said that that's not going to happen claiming that uh, Russia is going to invade. That's not going to happen. We haven't been incorrect, and we've given more historical context and analysis than anyone else covering this subject, so I'm proud of that. This tweet says, Russia, we aren't going to invade Ukraine. Ukraine, Russia isn't going to invade. The media, they say war is imminent in Ukraine, and you, in our, well, war is imminent, arm Ukraine, and get them fighting. So... Yes, this is a base take. Yes, we should give credit where credit is due. Yes, we should not shit on Candace Owens for having a good take. Uh, This is factually correct. We never said that there was never going to be an invasion. I showed you this clip a few days ago uh, saying Putin wants peace. And I explained why he wants peace and why he was not planning to invade Ukraine, as so so many in the Western press were saying he was going to do. Uh, so many like uh, Jake Sullivan said that it was imminent, and Ned Price says it was without a doubt a certainty. Um, I made the case here that, no, Putin is not going to invade Ukraine. And if you didn't believe me, that's why I played this clip to show you. So just up is down, left is right. The thing is, they know no one's ever going to hold them accountable in their own audience. Their audience doesn't actually care if they lie to them. So they don't have any reason to tell the truth. They are rewarded for fucking lying. And here's more examples. Jimmy Dore at it. Yeah. Jimmy Dore holding water for the Russian invasion. Doing exactly the same shit. Max Blumenthal justifies Russia's invasion of the Ukraine. It's so absurd when people say Putin is attacking an independent and sovereign Ukraine. It is a U.S. neo-colony. That is all it is. And then Dore uses a homophobic slur. And then the establishment got their butt buddy, which is a homophobic slur. It's the establishment! You fucking shit limbs! Why are you helping the establishment? 
Putin is not invading the Ukraine, okay? He's there to help. Stop helping the establishment. So it's so absurd when people say, oh, it, uh, Putin is attacking an independent and sovereign Ukraine. It is a U.S. neo-colony. That is all it is. I mean, that doesn't justify, that would in itself justify an but attack on it. But let's do away with this idea that Ukraine is somehow independent. And we can talk about how peaceful it is, too. It's far from that either. So let, let's just play a little bit of the hypocrisy after you know Canada the history. and our allies will defend democracy. We are taking these actions today to stand against authoritarianism. <laughs> Look how evil these motherfuckers are. Just in there laughing, cackling, as innocent men, women, and children are being murdered and slaughtered in Ukraine. I just want to say this right now, once again, if you are a Jimmy Dore fan and you're listening to me and you like us both, fuck you! I do not want you as a fan. I don't have any respect for you. I think you are a piece of shit. I don't need any more fans. I'm embarrassed of you. I don't want you to tell anybody you like me. I don't want you to watch my show. I don't think you deserve to watch The Greatest Show on Earth. Fuck off. All of you. You're scum. <laughs> so that's funny. And then they, <laughs> and then the establishment got their uh, butt buddy, uh, Bernie buddy. Sanders. Bernard Sanders. Yeah. Is oh yeah, let's attack fucking, let's attack Bernie Sanders. Let's defend and give aid and comfort to Vladimir Putin, who is murdering people, and attack one of the greatest human beings on the goddamn earth, Bernie Sanders. Fuck all y'all. He's a very good boy. He said Vladimir Putin's latest invasion of Ukraine is an indefensible violation of international law, <laughs> regardless <laughs> of whatever false pretext he offers. There was always there's always been a diplomatic solution to this situation. Tragically, Putin appears inept on rejecting it. Um, it's literally the, the, the United States is the people who aren't negotiating, just like Trudeau wouldn't even meet with the protesters to ask what their demand for. Uh, so no, he went into hiding. He went into hiding. Same thing. It's it's the uh, Ukraine and the United States that doesn't want to negotiate. And uh, I want to show you the level of meddling just to get you. Like, is this guy a Russian agent? I don't know. But I'm starting to think he is. I have no evidence of it. Once again, don't like conspiracies. But is it possible that Jimmy Dore... Is not actually that popular. Is it possible that the Russian troll farms are inflating his numbers? Is it possible that they're paying his patron and he is just repeating what they want him to hear? Repeating what they want him to say because that's where the bucks comes in. Because that's where his audience comes from. Is it possible? I'm just saying at this point, folks, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just asking questions. Is Jimmy Dore a paid-for show Russian agent? Just asking questions, folks. I don't know. Here's three hours before a full-scale Russian invasion. Three hours, people! So, big part of the Ukraine military is neo-Nazis, for real, right? And it's called the Azov Battalion is one of them. And I think the number two guy in charge in Ukraine is a freaking neo-Nazi. So, what he's saying here is, like I said, partially true. There was... A, a militia made up of neo-Nazis. And instead of disbanding it, they were doing the whole my enemy's enemy is my friend thing. And they absorbed this neo-Nazi group into some of the units of the regular military. 
And so the running military are like 10 to 20% of these neo-Nazis. That is sort of true, but he's kind of spinning it like the entire government is neo-Nazi when Zelensky is a Jew who supports abortion and gay rights and stuff. And so, uh, uh, they're so they're fighting right over here. Let's let me just finish this video, and and they've been fighting over here since 2015. They've been shelling 14,000 people, and the people here all speak Russian. Yeah, most of these people are Russian agents. Russian is funneling money into this and soldiers, and instigating this conflict. These people are literally going in, taking over police stations, so they can have weapons caches to attack. The sovereign country of Ukraine. Now, President Putin made another big move. He's ordered Russian soldiers to go into the separatist areas. He says they're peacekeepers. We've been speaking to. So, I, I, I have he has he ordered soldiers into those areas? There is discussion of it. The Russian Duma has authorized force if necessary, but those photographs were not of any. Russian official Russian forces operating within the Donbass region. There is currently no evidence that Russian forces have entered the Donbass region. So the neo-Nazi Ukraine regime has been shelling and terrorizing those people in Donbass. And so what Putin did was recognize that area as its own a separate country now, right? So Putin, literally the one funneling the troops in, the terrorist taking orders from the Russian military. Yet Jimmy Dore going to frame it as Putin is the good guy standing up against neo-Nazis who are the terrorists attacking freedom fighters. Is Jimmy Dore a paid Russian bot? I don't know. But yes, yes, he is. Yes, he is. 100%. I don't know, folks, but 100% yes. God damn it. And shocker time, speaking of Jimmy Dore, hey, you got a shout out, Jimmy Dore. Who could it have been from? Oh, Richard Spencer. Speaking of neo-Nazis, Jimmy Dore and Malcolm X on the left-wing accelerationism. Huh. Hmm, good for you, Jimmy Dore. Is this the kind of people you won't have in your back? Because it is. You know one thing I goddamn well know? Richard Spencer ain't never gave me a fucking shout out. White supremacists never gave me a shout out. You know why? Because I make it a point to make them hate my goddamn guts. People are saying, hey, Dusty, you can't control who your audience is. You can't control who retweets you. You can't control who supports you. God damn it. Yes, you fucking can. Yes, you fucking can. Just like I did a while ago with the Jimmy Dore fans. I make these motherfuckers hate me. I go out of my way to let them know they are not welcome. They are scum. Fuck you. Yes, you can. If you care about your platform. And if you don't, this is the kind of shit you get. White supremacist Nazis like Richard Spencer having your back, Jimmy Dore. And the big take in conservative communities has been, no, let's not blame Russia. You know what the real problem is? pronouns be very afraid folks that's what's really the big issue here donald trump jr maybe it's time we start worrying about real shit instead of our pronouns it's literally you guys who continuously bring this up all the time maybe you should stop bringing it up ben shapiro russia and china 
are focused on expanding their spheres of influence via aggressive tech actions. The West is focused on expanding its national debt and I exploding the gender binary. Whatever advantages we have on an objective level are widely undermined by our narcissistic idiocy. I mean, you're right there. It is all about your narcissistic idiocy, you fucking moron. David Palmer, Putin's able to invade Ukraine because he knows how weak the West is. Hey, it's Biden's fault. It's not Putin's fault. Putin's murdered innocent people. Bombing houses and apartment buildings. Not his fault, though, folks. It's Biden because he's weak. While we are obsessing about pronouns and safe spaces, you are literally the one obsessing about it. He is attempting to rebuild Imperial Holy Mother Russia. Unless we in the West regain our Catholic identity, we are doomed. Hey, where you at, Q? This guy wants to re resume our Catholic identity. How many kids got fucked from that one? Ergo, we are probably doomed. And then, of course, Steve Bannon, I showed you. Praising Putin because he's not woke. So many of these folks. Spiked. Putin has unquestionably been emboldened by the incoherence of the West. He openly mocks the West for erasing its own history and for buying into the nonsense of transgenderism. Putin sees Western weakness as Russia opportunity, says Brendan O'Neill. It's the trans people's fault. You fucking trans people. Why are you trans people making Putin attack Ukraine? Please, for the love of God, trans people, stop forcing Vladimir Putin to murder innocent people. What is wrong with you? There were so many of these takes, folks. Here's Heather E. Hying. Putin is doing this because he knows the West is divided and distracted. The West spends more time talking about pronouns than it does about things that matter. And he's taking advantage of it. Brilliant necessary analysis. Oh my God. Transpanic. That's all they have, folks. Literally. They know this is a winning issue. They know so much of the population, especially the conservative population, are transphobic bigots that they can scare you. Because we're not used to having transgender people represented in our society. We're not used to seeing them. We're used to them being ostracized and having to hide for fear of how they'll be treated. Now they're actually standing up for their rights. They know this is a winnable issue with the goddamn stupid goddamn fucking bigots in this country. And it's working, unfortunately. And as Cody Johnson makes fun of them, love me some Cody Shoddy. Watching the sun go supernova and engulf the planet. I can't help but think this is because of pronouns. That's right, folks. Pronouns destroying the universe. It's calling, uh, causing heat entropy where the world where the universe runs out of energy and just basically uh, has heat death. Pronouns! You guys are responsible. And, uh... <laughs> I love it. It's trying to push back a little bit. Yeah, we may have a woke military with our they-them tanks, but guess what? Our tanks aren't fucking flattened like you got in Russian tanks are, so I don't know. I'm going to take our rainbow flag tanks over your crushed shit, Russia. And uh, even Ben Garrison getting in on it. I'm actually starting to love these big garrison cartoons. Show me your war face, Ark! Woke U.S. military. Now drop and give me 20 pronouns! Finally! A military I can get on board with. Stop trying to make the military seem cool, Ben Garrison. Military ain't cool, but you making it seem so cool. I'll stop and give you 20 pronouns. He, her, they, them, zer, I, it. I don't know any more pronouns, but I'll give you all the pronouns.
Hell yeah. And then the truly brave among us, folks, like Christy Alley. For those of you who don't know who Christy Alley is, um, so back in the 80s, there was a show called Cheers. And uh, there was this really funny, really beautiful actress who had incredible chemistry with the main character, uh, uh, what is it, Sam Malone, on the show Cheers. And uh, they had this will they, won't they, back they for, back and forth. And uh, she was amazingly funny, talented, and beautiful on that show. And uh, her name was uh, uh, Shelley Long. And uh, then she quit, and uh, Christy Alley took over and ruined the fucking show. So um, Christy Alley, former actress from the 80s, says, I don't know what's real and what's fake in this war, so I won't be commenting. I'll pray instead. Yeah, goddammit. I'll talk about all other kind of shit that I don't know about. I'll talk about vaccines, even though I don't know anything about uh, medicine and I'm not a doctor. But God damn it, I will not dare talk about my daddy Putin because who knows? Who knows? Way to show your bravery there, has been washed up actress. And she uh, has incredible chemistry with the fridge. Um, it was Shelly Long. But I want to say Shelly Winters, but I think it was Shelly Long. Isn't her name Shelly Long? That's who that is, right? Yeah, Shelly Long. Shelly Long! Shelly Long! Back in the dirt! Yeah, her and Ted dancing back for Christy Alley ruined that goddamn show. She used to be hot. No, she never was hot. Not her, the uh, the other one. Uh, anyway, and uh, I can't believe I'm saying this, but Marco Rubio of all people is based. I'm agreeing with Marco Rubio. So, uh, Tussie Gabbard, Turfsy Gabbard. One of the most giant pieces of shit on the planet right now says this war and suffering could have easily been avoided if Biden and NATO had simply acknowledged Russia's legitimate security concerns regarding Ukraine's becoming a member of NATO, which would mean U.S. NATO forces right on Russia's border. That's right. You know who's to really blame? Not right. Not Russia. Not Putin. Nope. they have no agency, folks. Joe Biden. That's the problem. Russia worried. That NATO might be right on his fucking border. So he had to do something, folks. NATO is already on the border of Russia. As Marco Rubio points out, seen this argument below in various places, and it's simply not true. A pledge that Ukraine would never join NATO was not Putin's only demand. As recently as last week, he once again demanded NATO leave every country that joined after 1997, including Bulgaria, Romania, and 12 others. There are five other countries that are in NATO right now bordering Russia. A total bullshit argument from Tulsi Gabbard. So no one's shocked in the next section when I talk about uh, CPAC, which is the largest conservative convention. Tulsi Gabbard was one of the main speakers there. We'll cover that in a second. But at least a few places are starting to, I guess, fight back a little bit against Russia. Well, first, Russia restricts social media access. Shocking. Because Facebook decided to stop letting them say whatever they want to, spread any kind of propaganda they wanted to on Facebook without getting fact-checked. So Russia's like, oh, you're going to fact-check us? We're just going to block you from Russia. So there's your freedom lover there. All these Americans that talk about censorship. 
but you won't call out fucking Putin for censoring all of Facebook, will you? You goddamn fucking shills. But finally, some real sanction, folks. They're hitting them where it hurts. Russia is barred from Eurovision Song Contest this year over Russia's attack on Ukraine. That's right. No American Idol or whatever, Russian Idol, whatever the fuck it is over there for you guys. And the next one's going to really hurt them, folks. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for you Russians. This might be a little too much, in my opinion. I'm not sure that the uh, response equals what is happening here. I'm not sure that you should be hitting Russia this hard. But apparently, Pornhub cock blocks Russian users. Russian users who tried to go on Pornhub were presented with a message saying the content is blocked along with a Ukrainian flag and a message to support Ukraine. No! No! I mean, yeah, fight back, kill the people that invade your country, do that, but don't take away their porn. Have you no conscience? I'm sorry, Russian people. And uh, even Erdogan, who was a thug, came over to our country, had his uh, Muslim shitheads attack U.S. citizens on American soil. Nothing happened to him. Trump just let him do it. Even he has told Russia to fuck off. Erdogan has just blocked Black Sea access to Russian warships. Don't want fucking none of it. China did the same thing. China said, no, we're not helping you. Everybody's turning their back on it because none of this fuck makes any sense whatsoever. But don't worry, folks. It's not just the right who are being completely unlikable shitheads about this whole thing. Here's a Jory Behar on The View showing why she's one of the most disgusting people on the left. It's always all about them, folks. Let's show you how fucking out of touch she is. There's a war going on. Innocent women, men, and children are being murdered. And this is what she's concerned with. Estimates are 50,000 Ukrainians will be dead or wounded. Yeah. And that this is going to start a humanitarian crisis, a refugee crisis in Europe. We're talking yeah. about 5 million people yeah. that, that are going to be displaced. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's heartbreaking to hear what is going to happen. Yeah. Well, I'm scared of what's going to happen in, in Western Europe, too. Yeah. Well, you know, you just, you plan a trip, you want to go there, I want to go to Italy for four years. I haven't been able to make it because of of uh, the pandemic. And now this, you know, it's, yeah. it's like, who's going to, what's going to happen there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, sure, 50,000 people might die, but what about my vacation plans? I want to go chill out on the beach there. What the fuck? What about me? Why won't somebody think about what's really important? My rich ass vacationing. Just goddamn it. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up! What is wrong with you? Holy shit! You fucking asshole! Woo! And, uh... Don't worry, folks! It's America. The most capitalist society on Earth, so, uh... You know, the Russian invasion got to be sponsored by something, and this week, the Russian invasion is sponsored by Applebee's. signs ring out in Ukraine's capital, says CNN. Yeah, America, super cool. Inappropriate, CNN. 
Applebee's, the worst. Don't go there. Their food's microwaved. It's disgusting. And uh, one more, folks. One more. Oh, my coverage of the Ukraine. We're going to be done with the subject. All right, look, how, look at what show I got. I might not. I might just not do the whole show tonight because Monday's going to be here in a couple of days. I might save some of this for the next show. But uh, one more, folks. I might have saved the craziest shit for last. So, uh, on. I want you guys to know that there is no war. This is all just a false flag, smoke and mirrors. Here's the queen of QAnon in her RV, and she got a special message for all Americans. My fellow Canadians, Canadians. I address you today as your queen, commander-in-chief and head of government. This message is to clarify what is happening in Ukraine. Number one, there is no war in Ukraine. Number two, the war is only happening in the mainstream media and the deep state operatives who are busy wanting to start a war and blame it on Russia. Number three, the provinces, eastern provinces of Ukraine have declared their independence and supported by Russia and our NATO alliance. Russia has sent in their pers- uh, personnel, military personnel, to ensure safety in eastern Ukraine that has been shelled at by the Ukrainian deep state government and is using the Ukrainian people as human shields and to start again, desperately wanting to start World War III. That will not happen. Russia is a friend, not an enemy, and is liberating eastern Ukraine and will eventually be part of Russia. There you go, folks. Right from the mouth of Jimmy Dore's future second wife, the Queen of Canada. It's all smoke and mirrors. Whack the dog. I don't know. I believe her. I don't know about you guys, but she got a trustworthy face. And all right, folks, that is my coverage of the Ukrainian war so far. I will have more on Monday. Because I'm sure lots of crazy shit going to be happening. We'll see how well my predictions turn out. But good luck. Good God, y'all. And all right, let's check the Super Chats. Woo, that was a lot. Bill Poppies became a Dust Buddy. Fuck yeah. Welcome to Dust Buddy. Cool Kiss Club. Everybody hit the like button. Do it. 900 of you watching, so hit it. Hit the like button. Fucking morons. She like Baghdad Bob. I know, right? The United States is not at our airport. That never happened. What the fuck? Baghdad Bob, he was hilarious. $10 Ian Hans, I usually have to work during your live chats, but yay, Dusty, I'm done for the week. So freaking thrilled to see you. Do it. Blessings to Molly. Uh, yeah, Molly's dead. Uh, there is a cost when it comes to love. True story. Thank you for $10. Thank you for the bottom of my heart for being the greatest trans ally. It's easy. No problem, Jim Spofford. Thank you for the $20. I heard the neo-Nazi rationalization from people on the left argued with one uh, the other day. Sickening. Yeah, the left, quote unquote. Nazik, hug. $20. Thanks for being you. Hey, thanks for being you, Nazik. Appreciate it. Doran Greenwald tights make me physically sick. Thank you, Dusty, for always being brave. No BS guy. Never afraid to call out the chuds. Hey, no problem. I don't need a pat on the back for doing the right thing, but I'll take it. Michael Hanner to be upgraded. Yeah, he upgraded to become a PTO hero. Fuck yeah. It's the same thing as being a dust buddy, but $10 a month that makes you even better of human beings. So thank you, Michael. Gabriel, I'll tell you $5. Thank you, Gabriel. Have you ever heard of a YouTuber, Morg Official, and that cult called 
Hyperionism. Would love to see a video for you sometime about your opinions of the cult and nonsensical claims. Send me a video on the Twitters. Nightfall Shadow. Love your show. Thank you for doing what you do. Hey, I love you. Thank you for doing what you do and giving me money to help out the show. Hero, Christopher. None of the experts said that Putin would sit there. Everyone knew he was going to start something. It's why we had to stop. Or else. Yeah, I know, right? Don't listen to the experts. What do they know? Ray Fuller, $50. Holy shit. Super Jet. I want to tell the world tonight. Putin is a nostalgic, narcissistic Soviet boomer. I hope Anonymous brings him down with modern-day guerrilla warfare. It's no wonder that Trump identifies with him. Yeah, Trump and Putin, like, they're the same fucking person, pretty much. It's crazy how sad this world is. Dusty, remember the alt-right claim Putin rigged the election for Biden to win and Hillary was a Putin ally? The mytho gymnastics is hilarious. Um, yes. That's but it's for life. Thank you. To be fair, for the Ukrainians who's so giddy, if someone came in and scared my family, I'd be in the woods with a gun like, hey, maybe go home. Yeah, I know. I understand, but still kind of psychopathic to think about killing people and be also giddy about it. I'd be more angry than like, <laughs> I'm going to marry you. I'd be like, motherfucker, you in my goddamn country, you putting my wife, my children at fucking risk? Are you out of your goddamn mind? I wouldn't be like, ha, I'd be a little different, but that's just me. Long time fan. Been around since we both had way less gray hair. I always had gray hair. I just dyed it. Three cats. Three cat dad here. Much love. Always, brother. Get the fuzz there once. Some treats for me. I will. Just for you, go speak. Thank you. I've been watching Ukraine news for years, and your understanding of the situation is pretty good. Of course, there is much more to it, and it's even more crazy. Also, Putin hates the spies. This is Zelensky. Yes. I'm doing the best I can with the fact that I'm a fucking moron about all this. I've been cramming <laughs> the last couple of days trying to read as much as I can about it and educate myself, but I still am not very knowledgeable about it, so I apologize if I get anything wrong. Dusty, someone just told me Putin didn't run the KGB. Sorry, was that person Putin? I doubt that Donbass region would side with Russia in a fair independent referendum. Only 38% of the people who live there speak Russians as the primary language. Well, yeah, we know. We know Russia is uh, funneling money into it funneling weapons and soldiers into it, trying to destabilize the government. We know that's happening. Surprise! Saturday, Dustin! Butt sex! Hope all is well. All is great with me, Jason. Good to see you. Shut up 40 minutes late. No forgiveness! But I'm donating anyway. Okay. I can forgive you. Dusty, Putin used to be the head of the KGB when Soviet Union existed. Yes, I know. No one is surprised. The video I saw, Ukrainians make motels. They added styrofoam to the mix. So technically, it's a homemade napalm. Sticks and burns and don't wash off. I know that shit's very effective. Dusty, I think some Russians protested what's happening in Moscow. I covered that. Yes, they did. Thanks for the show. No problem, Splash. Ultimately, I think it's going to get to the point where the Russian military turns on Putin and he gets thrown to the wolves like Gaddafi did. I don't know. We'll see what happens. The people are definitely going to turn on him, I think. I'm an Iraq war vet that suffers PTSD. I can't watch any more of this, Dusty. Sorry, I'll bow out for the nights. Well, I'm sorry, but I have to cover it. I understand, though. Sunscreen turn on. Thank you, Sunscreen. Freeze Russian assets starting with Trump. Like, that was my initial thought on this, that they need to find out every single asset that every person in the Russian oligarchy has, all the rich Russian assholes, and seize all their material wealth, any houses they have in other countries, any bank accounts, seize them all. But it was pointed out that what they're doing instead is they're seizing Putin's assets assets personally first in hopes that all the other rich people in Russia will see what we did to Putin 
and not want that to happen to them and turn on him. And the thought process is if we just go ahead and we seize all of the oligarchy, all of the rich people's assets at the same time we had Putin, then they don't have any real reason to turn against Putin. They'll stick with Putin because if he wins, they might get their shit back. But if they see what we do to him first, they might turn on him. And, I, and that was the catalyst. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what I read. Uh, real girl, 67. A real blurg. I don't know what that is. Real BR. I don't know what that is. 99. Thank you. Appreciate it. Hey, Dusty. Hey, Ben. Good to see you. Dusty, I think television are using gays. Really black. Already read that. Okay, anything that's pop up. Lots of super chats tonight. Love the show. I hate the show. Loves you. Do the whole show. Love for the Ukraine. Or, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But thanks, Dan. Good to see you tonight. Cal Rat $20. Thank you, Cal. Very generous. You better do the whole show. I'll come over and kiss you right on the lips. Mm. Don't threaten me with a good time. Don't stop, Dusty. Don't stop. All right, maybe I'll go. Great show, Dusty. Appreciate it, Kelly. All right. Thank you for all the super chats. I appreciate all the support tonight. Let's go ahead and continue on the show. Next is going to be pretty depressing, but we got to do it, folks. Going to do a little Chud Watch. Sing along if you know the words. Chud Watch. Talking about Chud Watch. We talk about Chuds and make fun of them. And tonight, going to start off with the war on trans people. God damn it. So as I told you guys before, my cat is really upset. I know. I'm also upset about the war on trans people. This is horrible. Senator Rick Scott has laid out the playbook on how conservatives are going to take power back. And shockingly, I know we're all going to be shocked. It's by spreading trans panic. Senator Rick Scott Republican Florida laid out a conservative blueprint this week for a GOP takeover of Congress and including in his 11 point plan to rescue America are a number of proposals that will limit the rights of lesbians, gay, bisexual, transgender and queer people. He says men and women are biologically different male and female. He created them. Scott wrote facts are facts. The earth is round. The sun is hot. There are two genders and abortion stops beating heart to say otherwise is to deny science. We will protect women's sports by banning biological males from competing. It is hugely unfair and would erase many of the gains women have made in athletics over the last 50 years. So, like I said, folks, this is their new playbook. The culture war is a winning issue for them, unfortunately, because so much of our society is still freaked out by anything that's new and different, which trans people are not new and different. They've been around since people have been around. But because of the oppression that they have experienced, they have mostly had to stay hidden. But now they're like, well, fuck that. I'm just going to live my best life. I'm going to express who I am. And these people can't stand it. They did the same thing with gay people in the past. They did the same thing with black people in the past. But it's not as cool to do that. So they have to pick a new target. And transgender people are their new boogeyman and women and others. And it's so sad that it is working because of this trash fucking country. But speaking of Red Scott, at least there are a few heroes willing to stand up. This is how every one of them should be treated in public. There should be no quarter for these evil assholes. They should be shunned in public. They should be made to feel uncomfortable. They should be treated exactly like this. <laughs> you should be ashamed to show your face around here. A million jobs? 
great, who here has a great job? Or is looking forward to finishing school? You really feel like you have a job coming up? You strict woman of access to public health care. Yeah. Get the fuck out of leave. Yeah. We depend on those services. Rich people like you don't know what to do. When poor people like they run and run, motherfucker, run. Should have been everybody in that place giving him the business. They should receive peace nowhere they go. But like I said, folks, this is their new playbook. Texas governor calls on citizens to report parents of transgender kids for abuse. Major outrage in Texas today after the state attorney general, Ken Paxton, likened kids getting gender affirming medical care to child abuse. Paxton says medical care such as puberty blockers, hormone therapy, and gender-affirming surgery must be stopped, adding that he'll do everything he can to, quote, protect against those who take advantage of and harm young Texans. Now, Texas Governor Greg Abbott taking it a step further by ordering state agencies to investigate any reported instances of what he's calling abuse. Let's bring in NBC News out reporter Joe Yurkeba and... So, folks, they're trying to get the fellow citizens of Texas to rat on people, to spy on you. And if you dare treat your transgender child like you love them, like you want what's best for them and let them do with their bodies what they want to do, he's threatening to arrest you, folks. This is where we're at with the authoritarianism in this country. This is what they're doing to try to scare people into getting votes and it's fucking working. It's working in this goddamn trash country. And so, of course, the day he comes out with this, Joe Rogan goes to meet with him to give him some nice photo ops. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Joe Rogan. He's not a righty, is he? One of the most transphobic people in all of media. Joe Rogan. Buddy, buddy with this transphobic piece of shit on the day he comes out with this stuff. All he's doing is giving Abbott the rub. Joe Rogan, his legion of fans, the 11 million people that watch him every week, see him hanging out with this right-wing trash and think it makes him cooler, more acceptable, which is the exact fucking plan. Joe Rogan in on it as much as goddamn anybody. This fucking sellout piece of shit. Look at him smiling. God damn it, fuck all y'all. Just trash humans. And it keeps going. The hits keep on coming. Here's Matt Walsh. The media has... Works for uh, Little Benny Shapiro's rag. Giddy at the thought of parents being arrested for loving their trans children. The media has published articles, you know, with dramatic headlines claiming that Texas is, quote, denying health care to trans youth. And sometimes the headlines are even less subtle, like this one in The Nation that says, Texas is terrorizing trans youth. Yes. And of course, as expected, there have been the emotional interviews with some of the parents who are now rightly categorized as abusers by Abbott's new policy. Here's just one example. They are parents of a child who is transgender. And you may remember in 2016 when they invited Attorney General Ken Paxton over for dinner to discuss trans rights. Well, fast forward six years. For him... To call us the child abusers is such a betrayal. Earlier this week, Governor Greg Abbott and the Attorney General wrote to state departments calling gender-affirming procedures as, quote, child abuse, asking them to investigate. 
So it's not really a question of whether it's healthcare, right? It's a question of what authority parents have. And that parental authority is federally protected. Joanna Grossman is a law professor at SMU. She teaches family and gender law, says the only teeth in these directives is fear. For him to sit at our table and then call us child abusers. How about invite me over for dinner? I'll, I'll come have dinner with you. And I'll look you in your face in your own house and call you child abusers because that's what you are. You should be in prison. You don't deserve to have your kids. You're hurting them. You're bad people. You don't love your kids. It's 100% what they said about gay people. Oh, you're accepting your gay kids? It's a sin. They're going to burn in hell for eternity. You're abusing your children by accepting them and loving them. It's the same fucking playbook forever with these people. Pick a boogeyman and hammer that shit. And scare old people and fucking bigots. And it's working. And folks, did you see this one? This is a little bit funnier, at least, but still kind of sad. So uh, Eric Trump, live on stage, calls up his dad in front of a crowd of people to tell him that he loves him. And it went just as you expected. Trump said, I love you too, son. I'm so proud of you and glad you're back. (laughs) I'm not just kidding. (laughs) It was sad. You know what, Dad? There is so much love in this room for this country and for you and everything that you accomplished. And um, I speak on behalf of every single person here. They love you. I love you. We're proud of you. And uh, just hold your breath, everybody. Hold your breath. Well, thank you very much. And everybody, enjoy yourselves and have a good weekend. And I'll be- <laughs> I love you, Dad. Well, thank you, everybody. Thank you very much. Everybody enjoy your weekend. <laughs> it's hilarious. Trying so hard for your father's approval, and you're never going to get it because he don't care about you. You're an embarrassment. You're an embarrassment to everyone. And speaking of an embarrassment to everyone, Jordan Peterson, the brain genius on the right, the daddy of all the right-wing disaffected utes. This dude, I don't know, maybe... Maybe Jordan Peterson has Alzheimer's now. Maybe he has uh, some kind of brain damage. That was caused from his benzo addiction. I hear that's a side effect. But dude has just gone off the fucking rails lately. Here he is retweeting a satirical article from a satirical website as if it's true. The article, MIT permanently drops requiring math SAT scores for admission, which obviously stupid, never happened. From the Babbling Beaver, a website whose slogan is... Fake news you can trust from transgressive nerds at MIT. Peterson posting it as if it's real, saying it's just MIT folks mindlessly following their idiot peers, placing image over substance and the illusion of compassion over true ethical striving. Who needs quality engineers? Oh, yes, Russia and China. That's no fucking joke. You're a fucking joke, dude. Good God. This is your intellectual king, conservatives? This is your thought leader? You're going to call Joe Biden senile? Good God, you people are fucking beyond parody. And, uh... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to put this in Trash World, but we put this in the uh, in the Chud Watch. This uh, GLP political candidate, Martin Hyde. Got pulled over 
and I dare you pull me over, you know who I am. You're going to get fired. I'm so important. I'm above the law. A GOP blue in Florida threatened a police officer's job. He's shaking. Look at his fucking cowardly ass. After getting pulled over for speeding and texting while driving. Hey, how you doing? How you doing, sir? I'm Sebastian Sarasota Police Department. You're on audio and video recording. The reason for the stop, you were observed going 57 and a 40, and you were on your phone texting while you were doing that. That was at Euclid and Fruitvale. You don't need to point at me, officer. I'm not pointing at you. I'm pointing in the direction where it was. I'll just call the chief, officer. Go right ahead, sir. Can you I see your license? Right? Yes, sir, I do. Can I see your license registration insurance, please? Can you do this? Yes, sir. You gonna treat me like an old person? Really? Okay. Okay. I'm gonna destroy your life. I'm sorry. I still have a job to do. Call the supervisor. I just spoke to you. Okay. You want your paperwork? Is it your Russian immigrant status that makes you talk to people like this? I'm 10 14 6. Call the supervisor. Okay. 14 dispatch, can you have my supervisor respond, please? Yeah. And then we'll see who goes. Okay. You don't want your no. paperwork? 6142. Sir, you're going to be issued a citation. Everything you have to say. Martin Hyde is a Republican running for Congress in Florida's 16th District. He was pulled over by Sarasota officer Julia Beskin on February 14th. During the stop, Hyde can be heard making at times vaguely threatening remarks. They're not vague. About Beskin's job security as well as her Russian immigrant status. He also asked her to point blank at one point, do you know who I am? Do you know what he said about you? He could say all he wants about me. I got a job to do, sir. You know what he said about okay. you? If he, he fails to complete... Like okay. And he's going to have you again. And that's fine. It's not fine. What you saying is fine. Sir. I'm a law-abiding citizen, and you're being bloody okay. rude to me. If you decide to go She's ahead and report, just make sure you do a private submission of payment, as they do you require a... Yeah, she's winning, dude. If you sign up for it, you must complete it. Otherwise, they will go ahead and suspend your license. You are going to be issued a citation for texting and driving. Be shaken. Okay. You are going to be issued a citation for, for texting and driving. Your fine is 116. Information in the back. You're going to have an option to plead guilty and an option to plead not guilty. You are going to be issued a citation for failure to provide your registration upon request. Your fine is 116. Information in the back. You can plead guilty or not guilty. You're lying. You're going to lose your job. Green paper. Green paper tells you you have 30 days to reply. Why are you lying? You have 30 days to reply. Your payment options are on the green form. Why are you lying? Phone number on the bottom in case you have any questions. When my supervisor comes, I'll wait for him with you if you like me to. Your citation is already. You have something. I will wait. I will wait, but I will wait on my car. There you go. Don't put to me, darling. Going to be sexist. Hi, later apologize for his bare Facebook. Question's gonna go double down. He's gonna say, Yeah, I was an asshole, but hey, sometimes being an asshole in politics is a good thing. So shh, I'm actually great. I was belligerent and rude to the officer who stopped me. I'm not gonna justify my poor temper, but he's about to. On that day, or attempt to mitigate it in any way, but he's about to. There will be some who will say it's not the first time I've acted out, and they'd be right. I have faults, and one of them is be is to be overly aggressive on occasion when I'm challenged. 
or held accountable. In the political arena, that is possibly a good thing, but on a personal level, it's not. So yeah, I'm an asshole, but it's actually good. Vote for me, folks, and they will. This is what conservatism is all about, folks. Trash supporting trash. They love it. And folks, speaking of Beyond Parody, even though this is not Beyond Parody, this is Chud Watch. Anti-vax protesters in New Zealand are affected by mysterious sickness. Huh. This is odd. So a bunch of plague rats got together maskless and totally unvaxxed, and uh, they're getting sick. Parliament's protest pit today as police and protesters recovered from 24 hours of mayhem. A prominent anti-vaxxer at the Parliament protest has admitted many of his fellow demonstrators are falling ill. Although he claims COVID is not the culprit, huh? It couldn't possibly be COVID, could it? So, there's actually been quite a few people who are getting really, really sick. Um, my advice to everyone down there, they might actually be uh, something to do with some devices. So you're going to have to um, <laughs> find some way to stay off site every now and then so you can take care of yourself. Um, we're going to do something about those devices. That's right, folks. They don't have COVID. The government is using devices. So you guys need to figure it the fuck out, even though several of them went to the hospital and tested positive for COVID. It's not COVID. Because COVID is a hoax and they couldn't possibly have COVID. So, folks, not making this up. These motherfuckers are wearing tinfoil hats. They're putting tinfoil hats on to protect them from the EMF weapons. Instead of getting vaccinated for the thing that's actually making them sick, which is COVID. They're wearing tinfoil hats on purpose. What even is this world at this point? God damn it, New Zealand. Try to be less embarrassing than America if you can. Shit. And, uh, what is this one? Oh, yeah, this one's depressing, folks. I almost don't want to cover this one. It's Richard Dawkins. It's just chef kiss that Richard Dawkins would end up sharing posts by people like this. Trad wife proponents who extol the virtues of conservative Karens in the name of anti-trans rhetoric, abandoning every principle he ever had. Here's Richard Dawkins sharing this story. The story of my transition and detransition. Yes, see? People are detransitioning. Be afraid of trans people. This is the woman he's retweeting. Ungovernable detrans apostates. I don't know who needs to hear this, but you don't need to be trad or conservative or religious to be a woman who wants to have a family and then devote your time and energy to that family. Those are normal, healthy things to want. Conservative Karens who populate PTA meetings are our frontline warriors against woke education encroachment. Fucking Richard Dawkins, dude. You're my hero, dude. I looked up to you. I respected you. You either live long enough to see yourself become a victim or you die a hero first. And I was going to cover it. Let's see. All right, I'll go ahead and cover this one. Uh, and speaking, folks, of trans panic, this is their entire playbook right now. Marjorie it's Taylor so Greene going on the Alex Jones show and encouraging violence against trans people with made-up bullshit, fear-mongering stories. 
This is who conservatives are putting in the highest political body in the land. Here it is. Oh, I think it's I think it's straight evil. First off, if I was a parent and my fifth grade daughter had had to sleep and shower in some kind of cabin at some summer camp that I paid money to send my child to, and there was a man calling himself a woman sleeping in her cabin, showering with her, that guy would, he'd be in jail. He would be in jail. Well, first off, my husband would have beat him into the ground and then he'd be in jail. But this is exactly how we need to stand up. None of this ever happened. No one even made any accusations about this trans woman, trans woman showering with any of the girls. None of that happened, period. She's just making that up to make you afraid of trans people and encouraging violence against them. Up against this stuff. And then the men, this guy, Leah, Leah Thompson, I'm sorry, that's William, and he's not a she, he's a he. He should not be competing in women's swimming. Anytime he wins, he did not win. Whoever came in second place, the real girl in the race, she's the winner. He should be thrown out of swimming completely. All of the men, I do not care about. It shouldn't matter about what they do in their bedroom. If they want to wear a dress, fine. But what they're doing is they are defeating women. It's about beating women down. And the left stands up for it. And this is where America needs to say enough. Most Americans agree that this is wrong. And it's absolutely ridiculous. And I don't know why Fox News or anyone else goes along with the whole pronouns, the he's and the she's and the she's and whatever. These are men. We need to call them what they are. They're men. There's transphobia all the time. It's all they have, folks. It's their fucking playbook at this point. Thanks, Rationality Rules. Super cool. Super duper cool. And uh, speaking of Marjorie Taylor Greene, folks, she got a little flack this week because she decided to headline a white supremacist convention. This is a Republican congressperson headlining a white supremacy convention, folks. Tell me racism is dead in this country. Tell me we no longer have systemic racism when congresspeople are giving speeches to white supremacy groups. So first off, I've showed you guys clips after clips after clips of Nick Fuentes Proving 100% he's a white supremacist, proving who he is, what he's all about, what their movement stands for. Let's just play a couple of them just to, just to show you. Here he is talking about how uh, having sex with black people, if you're white, is degenerate. Her in your daily like existence I by Jews. told you yes, absolutely. It, it... What? What? It got deleted. What the fuck? Play it, motherfucker. Her in your daily like existence I by Jews. Told you yes, absolutely. It, you, you laugh at it like. How so? Can you? Can you... Would you say that me having sex with my dog is the same thing as me having sex with a black man? No. I... But they're both. They would both be degenerate. Oh, <laughs> degenerate folks. Pretty much the same thing as having sex with animals. I'm not racist, and uh, here he is talking about his new video platform he launched called cozy tv people say he's not a white supremacist dusty oh really well let's see what he says the platform is about what is cozy tv like how how do you get on cozy tv uh well we're rolling it out we're bringing on streamers every week so we got we did three last week three this week we're going to do three next week week after that and so on we'll probably bring on a ton of people in december this is just the beta test right now beta why it's do you want to cool go on so there? Far. I'm surprised they didn't call it the alpha test. I like it. I know. Like, yeah, like, like the that. way the entire website's set up, like it looks pretty professional. 
Yeah, I, I don't have a problem with the website. I'm just wondering why you let people like be on who I, I just, yeah. I, I, but maybe I just misunderstand. Well, I, I'm, I'm feeling like it's That's more like America. a free speech, free speech website. I, I'm thinking you can say whatever you want. Doesn't matter. Am I, am yeah. I right or wrong, Nick? You're correct. You're correct. Yeah, it's free speech, no censorship. We are anti-gay, anti-woman, anti-black, anti-Semitic. Oh, that's, God. That's basically yeah, the thing. Holy because shit. everything else like... is every other way. So there he is, folks. Just telling you straight out. They're anti-gay, anti-woman, anti-black. So why wouldn't a congressman speak at his convention? One more, folks. Let's just show you a clip. Here's another one. We're the only ones that aren't racist. We're the only ones... Ironically, and I and I know this is going to come across in a certain way, but the irony is people accuse us of hating black people, and we're the only ones that treat black people with like actual respect, honestly. Respect enough to tell them, hey, stop committing crimes. Stop, stop being so illiterate in schools. And when they're cool, we're just cool with them. You know, they're just human beings to us. They're just real human beings. We stand for real human beings, truly. But we also stand for whites. Anyway, anyway, so that's sort of an aside, but it is a little bit funny. This comes Hilarious. from Bannon. This this is Getter. Getter is run by Bannon. And Bannon is the fat retard that goes on these shows and says, we're going to have African-Americans voting 50% for Republicans, and we're going to flood the zone with nigger votes. I mean, that's like literally goes on these shows and says that. That one slipped out. That one slipped out. We're the ones not racist, folks. Yeah, we consider 50% of black folks voting for Republicans the N-word vote, but we're not racist. And folks, as I told you, yesterday they had the America First Political Action Congress, which is Nick Fuentes' convention of white supremacy. Here's one of the speakers he had. Explain exactly what they're all about. If, if your federal, state, and local representatives are not in favor of banning vaccine mandates, banning mask mandates, instituting an immigration moratorium, halting the resettling of refugees, criminalizing LGBT curriculum, and the forced celebration of homosexuality in public schools, Ending all abortion, reversing Obergefell v. Hodges, rigorously limiting mail-in ballots and electronic voting, being tough on crime, relaxing gun laws, allowing the people to defend our families, our property, and our communities, and bringing an end to the anti-white indoctrination in public schools by completely dismantling by completely dismantling the current curriculum in place and starting anew if they do not fight for the values that they espouse, then replace them, all of them, no exceptions, and don't stop until it's people like us in charge. If we want to prevent ourselves from being swallowed by this Leviathan, we must have a deep desire to dominate without mercy. And if you refuse to dominate, then America First will dominate you. 
So just straight up white supremacist fascists telling you what they're going to do. White people being replaced. We need to dominate. That's what it's all a fucking bout. And then they had Joe Arpaio, Judge Joe Arpaio on. Guys, know who that is? America's racist sheriff. Arpaio has been accused of numerous types of police misconduct, including abuse of power, misuse of funds, failure to investigate sex crimes, criminal negligence, abuse of suspects in custody, improper clearance of cases, unlawful enforcement of immigration laws, and election laws violation. A federal court monitor was appointed to oversee his office operations of complaints of racial profiling. The U.S. Department of Justice concluded that Arpaio oversaw the worst pattern of racial profiling in U.S. history, and subsequently, I don't know why I can't pronounce that word, filed suit against him for unlawful discriminatory police conduct. Arpaio and the Maricopa County Sheriff's Office were named as defendant in dozens of civil lawsuits brought by citizens arrested by Arpaio and his deputies alleging wrongful arrest. So racist as shit. Gleefully did racial profiling proud of it so of course this white supremacist convention invited him to speak and folks tell me they're not white supremacist tell me they're not fucking fascist here he is decrying the fact that he's been called a racist and they're cheering for him for being racist And he seems almost shocked. I don't know if he really doesn't know that he's speaking to a group of white supremacists or he's just pretending that he doesn't know in order to give himself some, I guess, sort of out, some plausible deniability. But he seems surprised that they giddily cheer for him because he's a racist. Watch this shit. Now, the speaker just before me, I don't know if he's still around. He has some good points. I have the reputation of being the biggest racist in the country. Think of that. So, so, well, I, I hate to. Yeah, they love you. That's why they like you. That's why they invited you, dude. That's 100% why the white supremacy convention invited you to speak. What are you clapping for, that I am or I'm not? But because you are, because they're white supremacists. What are you talking about? Well, I'm not. You are. And I, I know you guys and gals aren't either. They you are. do the right thing for our country. So if I'm the biggest racist. I can't. I know it's quiet. I can, it's as loud as it goes. There's nothing I can do with the video. It's quiet, folks. Actually, I started off my law enforcement career after I left the Army. I joined the Army when the Korean War broke out and joined the Metropolitan Police Department. They're in the news every day because of the Capitol thing. I walked to Blackfeet for four years. Now, they got me on racial profiling, Obama and Biden and uh, a judge, a federal judge, to try to hang me, and he did. He did. I'm not going to get into that. So I know a little about policing. So maybe I did racial profile. 
At least they could, at least, uh, Yay! Oh, wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. Why are you cheering for me for racial profiling? It's almost like you're a bunch of fucking racist. Almost. Just, God damn it, this country's wild. Depressing as fuck. And folks, I was doing my research about this whole thing, and I came across a clip I had to play for you. In it's the not worst particularly way. related, but it's from uh, last week tonight with John Oliver on his section about Judge Arpaio. And I didn't know this. This is so crazy that you have to see it, folks. Apparently, Joe Arpaio was part of a short-lived reality show, a prank show, where the prank was they set up criminals in elaborate schemes in order to arrest them live on camera. And the show was called Smile, You're Under Arrest. This is real, folks. Possible. Oh, well, well, I got one more surprise. These two people are actually deputies of Sheriff Joe Arpaio's office. Take them down, take them down. So, dude, you gotta smile, because you're under arrest. Oh my god, what the fuck? Nuke it from orbit! I can't believe this, but I can. I can. It's a trash country, folks. Never a low that we can't reach in this country. It's so embarrassing. And folks, we're in overtime! Who loves overtime? You love overtime. Hit the like button. Last chance to get your super chats. Reward me for overtime! And, uh, shit. This... Is who conservatives are, folks. This is what they've become. Giddily cheering for Russia now. They love Russia. They love Putin more than they love our own country. Here's the speech Nick Fuentes gave at his white supremacy convention. Watch them cheer for war criminals, murderers, and dictators. A phrase from a friend of mine, our secret sauce here, it's these young white men. That's what we call this. And look how fast the chat is going up, folks. Look how sh slow my chat is going up compared to this chat. That's how popular this white supremacist movement is, folks. This is what we are as a country. Secret ingredient. America and the world has forgotten about them, but not us. You know, they say about America, they say diversity is our strength, you know. And I look at China and I look at Russia. Who, can we give a round of applause for Russia? Absolutely, absolutely. You know, but I take a look around the world, a phrase from a friend of mine. So, yeah, folks, that's what they're all about. So, of course, sitting congressperson Marjorie Taylor Greene headlines their white supremacist convention because they have no fucking shame. Not only that, but she was introduced to Nick Fuentes by racist, sexist, uh, pedophile apologist Milo Yiannopoulos one of the biggest scumbags in the fucking world of course of course that's her friend and contact between her and this white supremacy movement I have a new mystery speaker tonight who I'll be announcing to you right now very exciting she is 
a standard bearer of Trumpism in the U.S. Congress. She is pro-life. She is proudly America first. And I want to say a very special thank you to Milo Yiannopoulos for making this happen. He made this happen. He put it together. Whoops. That's Milo over there. He's throwing some stuff around. <laughs> but thanks to him, we are honored. We are humbled and excited to welcome to the stage right now for our first speech. And we love to get to know her much better. I think this is going to be the beginning of something great. The representative from Georgia, Marjorie Taylor Greene. There it is. Whoop, there it is. Marjorie Taylor Greene, hero at the White Supremacy Convention. And she has the second biggest war chest in all of Congress right now to get reelected. That's how popular she is, folks, in the conservative community. They don't even care, folks. They're not even trying to hide anymore. They just don't give a fuck because they know there's no consequences. They know Republicans, conservatives don't give a shit. This is who you are. canceled Americans. (laughs) So she goes on a tirade about how, just like her, they've all been canceled. She clearly knows who they are. She knows who Nick Fuentes is. She knows he's been banned from social media websites. She mentions it. But then they go on to ask her the next day, why did you appear at a white supremacy convention? And this is what they always do. They plead ignorance. Try to give themselves plausible deniability. Like, that would be a good excuse. Like, not Googling the white supremacist who you appear on stage with, who you speak at his convention, before you go and speak at his convention is a good excuse. But we know that's a fucking lie. We know you know who they are. But their cowardice knows no fucking bounds. So instead of answering the question, she lies and then tries to pivot to blame Joe Biden, to blame anybody else to distract from what she's done. I have gotten hit in the airport, but I'm glad to talk to you about this. I do not know Nick Fuentes. I've never heard him speak. I've never seen a video. I don't know what his views are, so I'm not aligned with anything that may be controversial. What I can tell you is I went to his event last night to address his very large following because that is a young, it's a very young following, and it's a generation I'm extremely concerned about. It's a white nationalist Excuse me. Excuse me a minute. I'll tell you exactly why I went. I went to talk to them about America First policies, and I talked to them about what's important for our country going forward. Now, in regards to Russia, Putin is a murderer and he should have never invaded Ukraine. What he is doing is completely wrong. I stand with our NATO member allies and I'm completely against this war. Excuse me, I'm going to finish. Everything that he's doing is wrong. He's killing people over and over. So I'm staunchly against it and I'm staunchly against Vladimir Putin and his, his invasion of Ukraine. Another thing that is extremely important for me to say is the whole reason this is happening is because Joe Biden is a weak president. Now America is a weak country and our entire world is falling apart and we're seeing war erupt, which did not happen under President Trump because we had peace through strength. 
So this is something that we've got to really focus on. I'm appalled at, at our country for putting America last this way, making us depend on China, Russia, and foreign countries for our critical supplies and our energy. Do you endorse Nick Fuentes' views? Excuse me. I, I don't know what his views are. I've never... You were man. there! He fucking spoke while you were there! What are you talking about? But she knows there's no consequences. Conservatives don't give a shit. They love the fact that she's racist. They're racist too. I, I do not endorse those views. The reason why I went was to talk to the audience, just like I've talked to many different audiences. I've talked to Democrat union workers earlier this week. I've talked here at CPAC. I talked to his people who were there. It wasn't an alignment. It was to talk about getting everyone together to save our country. And I think that's what I had to get together white supremacists to save our country. They're the good guys. Just holy shit. And then they asked the leader. Well, here's another one. Here she is uh, defending her speaking at a white supremacy convention. I am not going to play the guilt by association game. This is what they always say. It's not a guilt by association. It's guilt by actions. Your actions. Were you going, leading credence, giving your name, your platform, to this white supremacist group. That's guilt by action. I'm not going to play the guilt by association game in which you demand every conservative should justify anything ever said by anyone they've ever shared a room with. Straw man much? I'm not going to be drawn into that. I'm only responsible for what I say. Bullshit. You're responsible for where you speak, who you give attention to. They never take responsibility. Same people that continuously say, take responsibility for your actions. Lift yourself up by your bootstraps. Never do it. And here's the chairwoman of the national GOP being told straight up, hey, uh, one of your congresswomen speaking at a white supremacy movement. Uh, You guys are still supporting her for office, giving her tons of money. Have any comments on it? And of course, I don't know anything. I'm just... What is a white? Who is? Last night, Lord Congresswoman Taylor Green spoke at a white nationalist conference. I am not familiar with it, so I'm not going to give a comment. She spoke at. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to look it up. I didn't read my tweets. I have no idea. I don't. I'm just an idiot. You can't hold me accountable for anything if I'm stupid. I don't know, and I don't want to know, so who cares? Not conservatives, that's for goddamn sure. This is what you're all about, motherfuckers. This is what you're all about. And speaking of CPAC, folks, they seem to have this like every two weeks. CPAC is the largest conservative convention in the country. And it's always cringe and embarrassing. Luckily, the shitheads over at Liberty Project, or Lincoln Project, whatever, uh... Watch the whole thing so we don't have to. Here's some lowlights from their convention in Florida. It's 2022, and America is not woke. America is awake. I want to help launch this conference by pointing out one thing. Trump was right about everything. Fear, 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 
fear. And not a damn mask in sight. The U.S. southern border matters a lot more than the Ukrainian border. I'm an anti-swamp bureaucracy whisperer. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready to be called a racist? Rigging elections for incompetent, weak leaders actually has consequences. There's nothing wrong with America. There's something wrong with Joe Biden. Joe Biden is an incompetent, incontinent nitwit. You can't say that. You can't do that. You No, 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 I don't like that. I don't like that. Like, shut the hell up. Our next topic, Obamacare still kills. <laughs> There's still an investigation ongoing into Hillary Clinton's emails. Come and get it, Hillary. Former CEO, Papa John's Pizza, Papa John. We are being invaded. Big government sucks. Having the courage to stand in the way of the Brandon administration. Find me one person on planet Earth who doesn't know what let's go Brandon means. 83,000 people did not vote for Joe Biden. 83,000 people did not vote for Joe Biden. God damn it, they're so stupid. Border bungling, crime cascading, defense decimating, energy annihilating, gun grabbing, gender jumbling, liberty loading, mandate militating, parent punishing, police persecuting, socialist supporting, America obliterating agenda. Please go and subscribe to my podcast. <laughs> they think they're like some kind of comedians doing stand-up. That is what conservatism has become. And cringe warning, folks! Look how excited they are to have cool-ass Matt Gates out there. Super cool. Matt Gates, Super cool! You know, the guy under investigation for sex trafficking of minors, Matt Gates, Hero to Republicans everywhere. And, uh... Papa John's! Sweaty-ass Papa John's! Actually, he's lost a little weight. He's been working out. I guess he got made so much fun of for eating uh, two pizzas a day for a year or whatever the fuck he did. Looking slightly healthier, less sweaty, but of course, his dumb ass gets on there and blames uh, Biden? for intentionally causing Putin to invade the Ukraine. Because it's never anybody else's fault, folks. It's not Biden's fault for murdering its appeal. It's Joe Biden's fault. Administration, Biden administration, totally incompetent, or they do this intentionally. When you cut off our pipeline, and you open up Russia's, and you give the guy $750 billion, looks to me like it's pretty intentional. But what a great smokescreen. What a great distraction from all the real issues here that are affecting Americans. So um, I think it's smoke screen. I think it was intentional. Yeah, the Ukrainian war is intentional. Just a smoke screen. Joe Biden did it to distract, not Putin. It's not a real issue. And Turf Seeker Board, who I told you guys repeatedly, I only heard about because of shoe on head supporting her. Shocker. She spoke at CPAC. Did her Our theocracy speech. Fuck everything about this woman and everything she's about to say right now. Our freedom comes from God, not from not. any other person. No, it does not. Our freedom comes from each other, from the fact that we've all united together and given ourselves these rights and are willing to fight for these rights ourselves. There is no God. He can't help us. Not from anyone in government. Our freedom comes from God, and to recognize others as children of God is to appreciate that we belong to God and no one else. 
So naturally, therefore, no one has the right to take away that intrinsic freedom which God has given us. Our free Yeah, no one has the right to take away because we say so. Just like every law that has ever been passed, we pass them. We enforce them. We do that. And Charlie Kirk gave a very bizarre speech where he basically saying all the things that progressives have been saying. And now he wants to make it more affordable and easier for young people to buy houses, which is exactly what we've been saying the whole time. You guys are the ones that make sure it doesn't happen. Of course, he doesn't give any plans on how he's going to do this. But it's not socialism when he says it, folks. It's only socialism and communism when we say it. Right. And so, Horrible. but what this does, and you're a conservative, so you're not going to become a left winger. But I want you Never. to, I want you to imagine though, if you weren't as informed as you, and you see your rent go up $800 a month or whatever, which is happening in Phoenix, yep. you can't buy a home. You become a socialist really quickly. I would. And I'm trying to warn conservative old, older people: you don't understand how expensive and how hard it is for a young person to just survive right now. It seems impossible. And even when, I, if I think I'm making money at some. I'm like, oh, this is nice. Like, this is a lot of money. It has gone so mm -hmm. fast because of the rising inflation. Food, travel, all of it. I'd like to think maybe I want to be a socialist, but also, I mean, I think it also gives us hope. So what I'm noticing with some of my liberal friends, and maybe you've seen it as well, but people are starting to wake up and look at what policies they've put into place yes. with the Biden administration, and that's kind of waking. No, totally. I, I completely agree. I just think there's an even bigger opportunity, though, to say to the young person that's paying too much rent, and is not having kids because it's too expensive. We're the party that's going to make it easier to do those things. Yeah. So there, there is no conservative out there that can say America looks worse when more young people own property, get married, and have kids. America becomes more conservative when that happens. Yeah. But instead, we're we're creating a generation of renters. It is the least property-owning generation in history, the least married generation uh, in history, and the yeah. least children in history. Right. That's me. Well, but I'm, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not, just kidding. I'm but, make, uh, but, I make jokes. Yeah, no, it's okay. I'm just saying, though, that but you're you're part of a society that was designed that makes it hard yeah, for those no, things. No, absolutely. It's difficult. And, and we, need, we need a national recovery program to make it easier. I think so. I think it's a great idea. And uh, what you're doing is huge, too. I've Some of your staff at Turning Point, I've been able to watch them move to Arizona and work for you for a little bit, buy a house or buy some yes. property. And I love to watch girls my age. They're just absolutely flourishing. Yes. And it's because of some of the opportunities you. that you've been able to give them. So, I mean, thank you for what you've done. We have uh, we have a lot of staffers that have been there for five or six years, and they're finally able to own property, and it changes the game for them. Yeah, they're. I mean, it changes the life. That's life. right. Now, all of a sudden, what they're paying in rent would actually go into the bank mm -hmm. account of building equity. Yep, as opposed to shredding it. That's right. Which is, is rent. It's, it's it. disposable, right? You're never going to see that money again. Exactly. That's what we've been saying the whole fucking time. So what specifically are you going to do? Because I guarantee goddamn to you, Republicans are not on board with that. You're talking about progressive policies that you fight tooth and nail against every goddamn day. This is just fucking lip service. Who is falling for this shit? Frustrating. And uh, Tito Ortiz, just saying, folks, maybe, maybe don't get punched in the head for a living. Here's uh, another watermelon-headed Tito Ortiz. They brought out the big guns to speak at CPAC, the super geniuses. Let's see what he has to say. 2022 is the most important election of our history, of American history. And I think that 
right now it's our time to speak up and the people that call us the silent majority stop being the silent majority step up and be the ones that are verbal because that's why they are they're small but they attack as and as loud as they possibly can you know it's like the how, how, how big the dog is is not the thing it's how, bar, how bad does he bite or bark and those guys are nothing but bark and i think a lot of conservatives uh, here in our country should be the biters and step yeah. up and 20 that's right be the biters can't even form a goddamn coherent sentence goddamn melon head shit conservatives always embarrassing and uh next up they're on the same playbook all the fucking time they're still talking about hillary's goddamn emails 2022 still talking about hillary's emails y'all because this is all they got have to continuously distract you from issues we gotta hold democrats accountable everybody right fire fauci We've got to investigate Hillary Clinton's campaign. Yeah. Lock her up. Lock them all up. Lock her up. Yeah, lock them all up. Arrest everybody. Let's investigate her emails for all time. A hundred years from now, investigate her emails. She'll be dead and gone, but we'll still use her as a boogie woman because it works against the idiots that vote for us. And folks, remember when they were going to build the wall and make Mexico pay for it? Well, that's old news now, folks. They got a new plan. Texas is going to secure the border, and we're going to make Biden pay for it. This is it. That's right, folks. We're going to build the wall and make Biden pay for it, which, I mean, is code for you and me. Not like Biden is going to pay for it out of his own pocket. They're talking about us paying for it, so they've just given up the whole pretense of Mexico paying for it. Make, make Biden. You and me can pay for it. Super cool, Republicans. And one more, one more, folks. Shout out to the goddamn hero who flew a plane over the CPAC convention with a sign that said, Putin, welcome CPAC to Orlando. And spot on. Exactly right. The Putin political party, that's what the GOP has become. They love Russia. They love Putin more than our own country now. They're getting reward for it, and they're not goddamn afraid to say so every chance they get. And it's bizarre to fucking see, but not surprising after the last several years we've gone through. And all right, folks, that's it. That's my show. I did it. Two and a half hours. Nailed it. Let me read the super chats. Please hit the like button before you go. Everybody hit the like button before you go. Hit it. Do it. Sarah Mathieson. Hey, Dusty, missed your show, but take time you need, anytime you need. I appreciate it. Like, I want to be consistent to do this show, but sometimes uh, real life gets in the way. Sorry I'm late. I missed you. Glad you're here. I appreciate it. Thank you, Lauren. Good to see you tonight. Better late than ever. 449 from Wetfish. Hey, welcome, Wetfish. Great to see you again, Dusty. Hey, thanks, Brent. I appreciate it. Let's call these right-wingers brainstems. Well, they are traitors. They are traitors, but they're patriots. Our pie Dusty, put people in jail without rights. Oh, I know. He is a giant sack of shit, which is exactly why he's speaking at the America First Convention. Nick sounds like AIU. Yep. I wouldn't be surprised. I would say I would be surprised to see AIU on there just because he's so ashamed of what he looks like because he looks like a cancer-stricken Nosferatu. He's so insecure that AIU won't ever really appear in public. But I wouldn't be surprised if he was more confident if he didn't appear on Nick Fuentes' program. Proto, I wouldn't be surprised if Cal would take a picture with Greg Abbott if Joe Rogan was in the picture with Abbott. 
Oh, Kyle Kalinske? Yeah, Kyle Kalinske do whatever he has to do to suck Joe Rogan's dick because it's very lucrative to do so. That's what he makes him such a fucking weasel. He's way more concerned with money than he is about integrity. Russia is legitimately scared of abounding aggression, apparently. I don't blame him. Love you, buddy. Keep up the good work. Hell yeah, Disco. $50 is very generous. Good to see you tonight. Hero. Wes became a member of Dust Buddy. Cool. You're one of the good ones. Good to have you. Putin was head of the SFB, not the KGB. All right. I don't know the difference between those things, but good to know. Love the show, Dusty. Love you. I love you back, Stabby Kitten. Good to see you tonight. Do the whole show. Love for you, Kane. I did it. I did it, Dan. Cow Rat, $20. All right, I read it all. Anything else pop up? The rights boogeyman, boogie woman, George Soros, Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, Joseph Stalin, Bill Clinton, Mikhail Gorbachev, Pol Pot, and trans people. Don't forget trans people, the ultimate biggie persons. Boogie persons. And all right, folks, that's it. Please hit the like button before you go. I'll be back probably on Monday. I hope they have enough material to do a show, maybe a short show on Monday. I'm going to try to make it. If I don't make it, I apologize, but plan, plan to join me. For the greatest show, once again, this Monday, 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern. I really no Kitty Party tonight. It's already too late, folks. It's already like 10.35. We'll do Kitty Party Monday. I'm already way past time. So thank you for joining me tonight on the special Saturday episode. I hope you guys have a good weekend. I love the fuck out of you guys. Now we're going to play us out with uh, my anti-war song. I got to find the video because my video player is not working. So let me type it in. You can just type in Cult of Dusty uh, Talking Points. Talking Points. Boom. And uh, you can find this video out there. This is a video. I uh, This is a song I wrote 20 years ago as an Iraqi war protest song. So bringing it back. A part of the song used to be the theme song for all my videos. And... Uh Available out there if you guys want it. Talking Points, an original tune by Dusty Smith. Good night, everybody. I love the fuck out of you. Oh, yeah, by the way, uh, hit me up before I go. Hit me up on uh, patreon.com for slash podcast. There's a link in the description of the video. Please, if you love what I do, dollar to a month, 10, 100, 1,000, a million, whatever you can afford. It all adds up, and I appreciate it. Help me out if you can. Good night, everybody. I will see you on Monday. Have a good one. That's love the shit out of you guys. I'll think about it. Anchor makes me. Night, fuckos! He's brought you. Understand. Don't you know it's time to be free? Won't you lend a hand? Won't you show the world your outrage? Won't you take a stand? I call my race cause just can't face this Everyone seems so blind I call my race cause just can't face this Every child's been left behind Everybody's been treaded on All the rights will soon be gone Civil rights just don't belong Treated like some political pawns And open that it's all fine But you made up on the unemployed line Why your job gets reassigned It's a Malaysian kid who's just pushing nine I'm a man of many talents So they break it down all fair and balanced I hope I'm on the roof right on this joint Cause I'm busting out my talking points about the WMDs, then they drop off skill dads and moms and many more Iraqis. Then they vacationed as the nation's children went off to war. How many more of our kids must die for a barrel of oil? A hundred billion spent to kill them, meanwhile millions are still. Left your jobless as they rob all our civil rights at will. It's time to move on and improve on the red, white, and the blue. I'll keep it pithy, are you with me? These talking points are true. It's not too late It's not too late
And it's time to judge myself, and it's time to pay that toll. I know that at least I was one that stood for peace. And I know that on that day, when I finally had my say, the whole world will hear me. Cause I'm gonna shout it, gonna tell my mother, gonna tell my brother. If we help each other, we can make a change. Gonna tell my mother, gonna tell my brother. If we help each other, we can make a change. First they lied and then they lied about the WMDs. Then they drop off your dads and moms and many more Iraqis. Then they vacationed as the nation's children went off to war. How many more of our kids must die for a barrel of oil? A hundred billion spent to kill them. They are millions are still. Let's your job, that's why they rob our lost civil rights at will. It's time to move on and improve on the red, white, and the blue. I keep it pithy. Are you with me? These talking points are true. Same old song, we're the right and you're the wrong, but never fit. We will fight on, we'll keep speaking truth until you're gone. In the end, one thing is true, we're the ones looking out for you. I hope all the roof off of the strong, cause I'm busting out my talking points. It's time to judge my soul, when it's time to pay that toll. I know that at least that I was one that stood for peace. And I know that on that day, when I finally had my say, the whole goddamn world would hear me. Cause I'm gonna shout it! Gonna tell my mother, gonna tell my brother. If we help each other, we can make a change. Gonna tell my mother, gonna tell my brother. If we help each other, we can make a change. Gonna tell my mother, gonna tell my brother. If we help each other, we can make a change. Gonna tell my mother, I'm gonna tell my brother. If we help each other, we can make a change. Yeah. Love you guys. Fuck yeah, that was talking for yeah. Dusty Smith. See you Monday. Good night, fuckos. Back.